Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 40. I am your host, Skids, and with me is Gucci. I'm still around? Man, I'm still looking for my first paycheck. <laughs> yeah. And we've got Vince Post. Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we've got, what's his name? Flip Flop? Flip Flop. That's me. Hmm. Oh, so he flipped again? He decided to come. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're here. Yeah. This is such a flop. I just... mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, who who else right. do we have? And of course, we have, uh, well, we have a very special guest, and then we have a very, very special guest. So mm-hmm. the very special guest we have all the way from Free Fall RC podcast we have Andy Ross with us, Mister Corn Shucker. Hey now, oh shit, where am I? Did I call the wrong show again? I think you did. <laughs> yep. Oh man. And we've got an RCHO first timer. We have with us Craig Carter. Hello, everybody. How's it going, man? Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Things are going great. Yeah. Uh, so what's new, you guys? Anything? Well, you know, things. Yeah? Yeah. Not flying. Mm. We're finally seeing a turn in the temperatures up in Canada. We've been doing flying. Where have you been? Yeah. Well, you, you know, frozen mm-hmm. to the bone. Yeah. But we're supposed to have 50, <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to have 50 plus degrees. It's going to be a freaking summer up here. Mm. Start calling you Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frozen. Man, don't, don't, don't do that again. Who we <laughs> listen? My my daytime job is not singing, so don't worry. I'm good. Thank God, hope your nighttime job isn't yeah. that either. I was going to say neither is your nighttime job. Apparently, <laughs> does Mike well, ever come on. over? Mike ever what come was... over and knock on your door and say, "Do you want to build a snowman?" <laughs> <laughs> do you want to build an airframe? <laughs> I do, I do need help with building an airframe. I'm very unmotivated. Really? Oh, when it involves glue, that's, you know. Shoe goo at that. That's a you good way to be sloppy in the rear. <laughs> yeah. oh. I was trying to use KY jelly, just wasn't sticking with the damn. It's because yours is old. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Jesus. You got to use your Gorilla Glue. No. Spray it on your head, and then you rub your head on the helmet. That's right. That's Jesus right. Christ. Didn't you, hey, man, don't you pay attention to social media? Because that's what you do. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I need help. Mm. Scott needs help. I told you I'd build it for you. I know. At the cost of a maiden, I'd have to fly it for you. <laughs> You're going to get to fly it. Actually, you, I think we're going to be okay because I'm not going with soft dampeners on it. Mm. So... You might even try to do some crazy crap with it if you want to. <laughs> if I want to. If you want to. You know, just how froggy you feel like with $1,600 worth of a heli. <laughs> Completely froggy. <laughs> you know, you might. <laughs> who was that? RCHO, Chris. <laughs> that was flying Eric's raw. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah I would never do that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, cool, you can do it, but I don't know. Yeah. Not with someone else's helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. we'll talk more about that because that was mm-hmm. an interesting flight let's leave it at that for now 
Right on. Well, let's kick it off. So uh, let's uh, thank everyone for downloading, streaming, listening to our podcast. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you. Um, other little news, um, the stickers. Let's talk about the stickers real quick. Uh, so I sold quite a few. Uh, there was there was quite a few that went out in the mail. One, two of them actually went across the big pond. That was pretty exciting. Um, I was expecting it to cost way more. <laughs> It actually wasn't too bad at all. Um, but uh, so it was kind of a test because I wanted to kind of see if stickers did well, then, you know, maybe shirts would have done well. And the whole, the whole idea was to maybe incorporate, you know, the hashtags onto t-shirts. But if I'm honest, uh, I don't think they did that well. <laughs> Get Your Ass Out and Fly did really well, and there was quite a few people who liked the uh, Too Old for Hold, and then the other two kind of, eh, not so much. <laughs> I hope mine was the worst performing out of all of them. It wasn't, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> the Fun with Flags. Let me just say this. I had to give away Fun with Flags. I mean, I, <laughs> uh, so much so that I even like, they, they may have appeared on someone's car at one point. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so... Um, Oh, you just, you, you know, we just crushed Monty's dreams. I know. Gosh. I know. He's crying mm. right now. He's but, used to uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, it served its purpose. Uh, I don't know that I'll be buying more. Um, but, uh, you know, so that's cool for you guys who have need to be like a, a limited sticker. How about that? <laughs> I do have a few left, but um, at any rate. In other news, um... Anytime you hear an airplane overhead, you might want to duck. Apparently, Shaggy has soloed. So, just beware. If you see a small little one-engine plane going over, it might be Shaggy. So, that's all the, you know, stuff I have to add. So, I guess, Gooch, if you want to take it away, do the week. All right, quick. Not three bullets, not two bullets, one bullet. Mm. Because in the past two weeks, well, three weeks, four weeks now, the only thing I have really done that um, is heli related is I started building the Genesis. Got that last week. I had to put it a little bit on the back burner. Had to uh, go see family in Pennsylvania. So, oh, there you go. Sorry, somebody corrected me. The Genesis. Genesis. Getting quite fancy. Yeah. So I started building that, but what was it, two nights ago? And I really, you know, I'm at a point where I don't really follow the manual. <laughs> I kind of just start building different things. And then eventually I kind of just assemble the, the entire helicopter. So for the Genesis, I actually started with the tail assembly. So got that done. Um, I actually did build, uh, I put the... Um, head block on uh, the main shaft which is different because for the the genesis you can't build your entire head assembly then slide it down on the main shaft you have to actually put the block on first because it has a screw that kind of uh, comes in from the top so you can't have a spindle in the uh, head block so it's kind of different um, i think generally we don't have that on 3d helicopters and now I'm slowly working on, uh, I started assembling like the, uh, the boom, um, getting the, uh, the, uh, tail servo in and just slowly working my way 
so I could start uh, assembling the major parts. So really, stand right. it up on its on the skids. Very interesting skids. Like the the actual landing gear is one piece, and it's not plastic. What is it made of? Did you guys ever figure that out? No, we didn't. I hmm. think it's some kind of. Um, to me, at least, it looks like it's some kind of like uh, fiberglass of some sort. I don't know Just what it is. Definitely. Snap it and see what's inside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you could order one and you could run the test and let me know what you find out. Mm. Or, I'll order you, one and I'll snap yours. <laughs> yeah, when, you, when you crash my Genesis, you know? Yeah, that's true. I'm going to overspeed the shit out of it to the ground. That'll tell us what's in it. Man, you can't break the Genesis like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just, it's different, and it does have a little bit of a, so to speak, of a rake to it, like sideways. Mm-hmm. So it takes off straight. It's play yeah. rake to the right, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of different, right? And uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, slightly different, but, you know, same, same, but different, but the same. Mm-hmm. So now the interesting thing, the angle of that rake is dependent on the head speed too. Yeah. Is it adjustable? Mm, you can adjust, so to speak, your landing gear mounts by using like, so to speak, like to have some kind of special spacers okay, ma- cool. made out of carbon fiber. So like it's really, those are more or less for <clears throat> raking the, the, hel- the helicopter and up. So you're, you know, you're not hitting the ground. So it kind of is, you know, how the lines have like a really forward rake, so to speak, or lean forward attitude. Mm-hmm. You could do the same thing, but I'm sure you could even do it sideways if you want to. You just have to use some, some kind of homemade spacers. So it's interesting. I'm going to give it a go with a small or a light setup. And what I mean by that is I'm going to use my first, uh, Power combo is going to be a 130 amp ESC with a 4035. And it's going to be a 560 kV. And see how that handles running at about 1900 RPM and then running it in for hover mode about probably 12, 1300 RPM. So, and if that doesn't work, you just, just go big, go, go home, right? You go mm-hmm. up to a 200 amp ESC with, I have a 4530. 520 or 540 kV. So we'll see. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm looking forward to seeing it. It'd be awesome. Yeah, it definitely look. I think it's going to look amazing. <laughs> but, you know, it's all about tinkering, taking out all the, the small kinks out of it when you start flying it. And really, you have to start, you know, adjusting it to your style of flying, you know? Sure. Yep. So it'll be interesting. Well, yeah, that's all I did. Not much, but it's something. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I, I, uh, I look forward to it. But you need to hurry it up because, you know, there's other people posting pictures now, so you're going to fall behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Further behind. <laughs> well, well, that's the, when I did the Facebook Live, when I started building or whatever, there was another uh, person that got his, and I tried to invite him to do, like, two of us building it, you know, building one. Oh, that'd be cool. 
And he was like, oh, I don't have any Wi-Fi in, in my workshop. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Because that would have been know Shaggy cool. got one. <laughs> he lives no. next door to Shaggy. <laughs> Shaggy's, you know, he really wants one, I think. But, you know, he's also trying to save up for the 69Z, right? So, mm-hmm. which I think I might buy a, a 69Z oh when it comes out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> What what's your plan for competitions, Dan? So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to go to. I'm like ninety percent sure I'm going to the one that Monty puts on the Mid Atlantic right. Heli Championship in May, and then I'm gonna do the Nats, and yeah. I'm gonna do strictly. It's gonna be F3C. I'm gonna go for the uh, advanced uh, class. Uh, the, it's an MA class, so it's not true F3C. So. Yeah, so Sweet. I'm I'm trying to do two. Obviously, it's tough because you know. Let's be honest. You know how many F3C competitions are in the states? Three, <laughs> maybe maybe four. three. Yeah, three or four. So, and I think one is all the way down in Florida. That would be like right. a 15 hour drive, and I'm like, you know, it's just not. You know, it's very hard to to take you know four or five days off. And then have to do the Nats because I'm, you know, like right now the plan is to go to the Nats and be there like Saturday or, you know, first thing Sunday morning. So I'm going to be there for like a full week, you know, so Nats and then go into Urcha week. So that's a lot of time off. So I wish I could do more. Have you been practicing, uh, you know, on the sim trying to get the maneuvers? So I mean, the, the, I mean, because the fact it's been snowing a lot for you, and I know you yeah. probably have been out, you know <laughs> what I mean? what is practice. Yeah, so it's not, it's very hard on the Sam, just like the view of it. Mm. You, you know, it's it's almost... VR it, goggles. It, yeah, you could do VR goggles, but see, the in the end, it's like none of the maneuvers are really like per se difficult with a lot of inputs. You know, so realistically, the best thing you could do, you know, from the little bit that I did practice before the winter came, you just go out and fly it, you know, just pick two maneuvers, three maneuvers every, you know, weekend you go out with F3C and just do that. And you'd be surprised how quick, you know, but realistically, it's like, I don't know, to me, it's just easier to go real life. The the heli looks different in real life when you're doing this stuff. Hmm. I think it'll be great. I'm going to laugh when you get third place with only one other competitor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listen, better than you. Yeah. Laugh just yourself. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, how how did I place last? I didn't even go there. No, it's uh, it's something that I've always wanted to do, and obviously, even if I'm the only competitor in my class this year, the way I look at it is it's just a step. Next year, go up to the next level, and kind of hopefully in a couple of years, I could give give it a shot with the big boys, you know. Heck yeah. So you know, you know, in other words, just lose to Nick Maxwell in a few years, you know. <laughs> but so yeah, no, it's it's fun. It's definitely intriguing. It keeps me connected, you know, and interested. That was one um, heck of a bullet. I'm just saying. Yeah. Are you ready? Who's next? Brent. <laughs> E. I mean, you can flip flop. You can flip flop. I, <laughs> I have been flip flopping all all week. It's hard for, especially hard for me when uh, I have money in my PayPal, and it's like, 
flip-flopping between models and different things to buy and all this other stuff. So, yeah, it's been... I haven't bought anything yet, though, so that's good. I've held steady, I guess. Mm. But I did get out last Sunday, or this past Sunday. Did a few little small flights of the T-Rex 700. And then... I'm getting interested in F3C, so I've been talking to Gucci a little bit about that. Mm. And got a, I was wanting to pick his brain about getting my 700 uh, set up for F3C so I can pretty much focus on that right now. And do you have options to do that? Like dampening and whatever? Um, I probably have to get some things for the 700, yeah, but mm. I can do that. Not a big deal. Cool. Yep. And then looking maybe to buy a F3C machine. Probably not the Genesis just because I'm not rich. <laughs> I'm not Gucci. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you said you had money in your PayPal. That's better than most of us. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. enough, though. <laughs> but it's something. But yeah. So is it more than $17? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. Yeah. you're there. It is. He's rich. Scotty. <laughs> Scott is jelly. He's like so jealous. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's going to be my focus right now. Um, when I look at my progression through the years and things like that, uh, I really do enjoy like the F3C style of flying. Um, I think that's where my where I'm at and where I like to fly or how I like to fly. So. Yeah, really, I could see myself getting into that pretty pretty heavily. So we'll see where that goes. Because I'm not much of a 3D guy. Because my reaction time sucks. So I'm sure I'll like put it in the ground pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so that's good. It's been, like Gucci said, it's really keeping me interested in the hobby and uh, moving forward. So I'm excited about it. Nice. Scott, what you got? Man, well, I'd just like to start with saying I, too, have been very interested in F3C. At the <laughs> point, I have not, actually. Um, <laughs> what, what <an> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like crashing. I like flying 3D. That, that keeps me interested in the hobby. Um, my life has been consumed with moving house for the past two weeks. So, truck full of stuff, breaking stuff down, losing all of my hobby stuff, all the good stuff. Uh, other than that, we did uh, Funfly RCHO. We'll talk about that later. I did manage to buy a fireball for some strange reason. Hmm. Don't know why. So we can take bets on how long. Happen? Half a week, you yeah, guys. I don't know. Half a week. Yeah, half a week. So a half a week before it explodes. Any other bets? Half a week before you sell it. No, I got to explode it first into a million pieces. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll go with that bet. Like half a week. Half a week? Someone like, give me more time now? Five days. How about five days? Is that okay? So what's my days. half a week? Is that like four days or three days? I mean, what are we talking here? Three and a half days. Three, three and a half days. <laughs> Business days. So by five. lunch on Thursday, it's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, probably going to take a no-fly this weekend. Because mm. this weekend's the last weekend before we move. We close on the 4th, but we got to be out by the 2nd, so... Definitely no fun this weekend for me. Oh my god, discard comment. I've screwed up the notes. All right, we're back. No, we're not back. 
Yeah, we're good. Sorry, technical difficulties because I don't know how to do. I can't figure this out. You there could read, Scott. You could read. I can't read. At least you're not I... reading somebody else's notes. You did that last time with Cliff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Delete. <laughs> yeah so yeah that's it basically no flying very much for me and mostly just moving so very boring stuff over here mm. so what okay. you got kevin well um i'm i'm gonna add a bullet here we're, but we're gonna make it quick um so there was quite a few people on the freefall rc uh, Friday night thing that was <laughs> helping me figure out a problem with my 580 Nitro. And um, I, I hope we touch on this later, actually, Scott. Um, I, I hope that's okay with you. Um, but uh, it has a new home. And um, I, uh, I couldn't ever figure out what the problem was. And I know that sounds terrible, like I got rid of it and put my problems off on somebody else, but that's where the good news comes in. But um, I just couldn't figure it out for the life of me, man. We tried everything to on the airframe to change to, you know, that spins or whatever. And it just, I, I couldn't get the foaming to stop. So, uh, and, and I just, I guess for whatever reason, I didn't want to own up to think it was my equipment on the heli. But as soon as it went to its new owner, um, they put their stuff into it and there was zero problems. So... I guess it's on me, but, wow. um, yeah, so I don't have it anymore, but I'm actually very happy where it is. And, um, like I say, if, if Scott wants to elaborate later, uh, I'll join in, but, um, it was a, a very selfless act and I thought it was very cool of how it transpired. And I'm super excited with where it's at, at its new home. So I mean, um, why don't we just talk about it now? You want to do it now? Major contributor anyway, so. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Uh, I mean, cause you kind of mentioned how it started. So we'll, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Kevin was, uh, looking to try and pawn his problems off on someone else. So he <laughs> <laughs> advertised it to our, our group of friends to say, if someone wants this killer deal, come get it. I'm done. So, uh, yeah, we just decided kind of early on, I think Brandon Cooper was the one who initially kind of sparked it, but yeah, yeah. He's like, let's buy it for Mike. Right, because he was in the uh, market. Yeah, yeah. Mike's been wanting one of those like forever. He loves nitro. He loves cracking. So yeah, and he's got a kid on the way, another kid. You know, so it was kind of like I know he was probably a little worried, like how in the heck am I going to do this? And and we just uh, we made it much easier for him. And uh, you know, obviously, my in the end, my part was very small. um, But he, everybody pulled together, and. I got to tell you, that's, uh, that's pretty huge. Uh, I don't know that I've, it's not that I've never seen anybody give people things in this hobby and whatever. I mean, heck me and Gucci have given each other things like, you know, back and forth, like you just take it. Don't worry about the money just here. And, you know, but an entire helicopter, like pretty much ready to fly. That's huge. And, um, you know, I, I don't think it could have gone to a better person. I really don't. Uh, Mike is such an incredible dude, and he's so much fun to be around. And um, Did we ever actually say who it went to as far as, like, Mike Lawrence? Uh, well, I think we were getting there. <laughs> I don't think we said his name. It went to Mike Lawrence. It went to Mike Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. <Jeez>. <laughs> Holy cow. We're professionals. Uh, you, you say his first name because there's only one Mike in this world. Yeah, of course. Mike, Mike, and Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike, and Mike. But um, yeah, so I went to Mike Lawrence 
and uh and like i said the thing flies like a freaking top like it it was pulling really good ever uh chill out you know with the cool air and whatever and uh he was ripping on it super excited and um yeah it was it was, it was awesome so i'm glad i'm glad it's there so but yeah, uh sure. and yeah. jay did a really cool job announcing and everything too he did and jay chipped in some money um yeah, do you want to announce a bunch that, of other or? guys I should really to. be prepared and like go through the list of, <laughs> of who actually contributed see if you yeah. can fill the dead space here for a second while i find the list yeah uh <laughs> so obviously it was my airframe um but scott of course put up money brandon cooper put up money eric shu put up money um i guess you said jeff. jay put up money jeff yeah jay treadway jeff, jeff montague jeff montague michael de simone mm, okay Yep. And uh, but he ended up with an airframe, servos, a YS fifty six, a pipe. Did somebody pay for the Neo, or did he have one? No, somebody paid for the Neo too. He's got a Neo two blades. Um, well, the blades he bought because the ones that were on the Fury didn't fit. Okay, all right. Yep. Shannon was there, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. uh, shoot, I don't know. Switch glow, maybe. I don't know, but. Came with a switch glow. Came with a switch glow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was an entire heli. I'm <laughs> just like, here, here you go. And I mean, I don't know, Scott, if you got to see his face, but it was like he had a smile on his face, but he was blank. <laughs> I mean, he was just like, yeah, I don't is think this he knew for what real? To, to like, say. <laughs> like, yeah, he didn't know what to say. And I was going to reach over him and, and I, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I'll be terrible. Pinch somebody, you know, but. Um, but yeah, he was just like dumbfound, just like, is this for real? So, um, but uh, yeah, such a good dude. Uh, but anyway, so that's where it went. And uh, I moved on and I ended up buying a raw. Oh. No. Damn, I'm so There it is. <laughs> Jeez, I was about to feel empty for a moment. Um, so Ben, of course, bought one too, and I guess Ben wanted to do like a tandem build, and so he came over. I don't know, one of the weekend nights or whatever it was, or maybe it was during the week. Who knows? But at any rate, he came over, and we started on it one night, and we finished him up the next night, and um, and of course, I ended up putting a YGE 205 on mine uh, because uh, I've been flying some of Ben's stuff and I've been pretty impressed with Team Blue. And um, so uh, it's all together. Uh, and I had gotten four new... This is another bullet. We're going to bleed into another bullet here. Um, I had bought four new uh, 7S packs. And <laughs> I... A lot of times, even with like new packs or old packs, whatever, even if they're in stores, like sometimes I'll use those just to kind of do a quick setup on a helicopter because it doesn't, you know, take up that much, um, you know, um, capacity or anything from the pack. But uh, so I I did that and uh, that was the night before. And the next day uh, I figured, you know, maybe I should try and, you know, maiden this thing in the backyard just to kind of see, you know, what's going on, whatever. So I set it off in the backyard and got it into a hover, noticed everything's fine, except it, you know, it has some bobbles, this and that and whatever, some chatter. 
And so um, started messing around with some of the tuning, started beating on it a little bit, doing hard rainbows. And uh, then I talked to Ben and I said, hey, I think everything's good. He's like, yeah, but did you do this thing on the YGE? And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I did. He's like, you're sure or you did? And it had to do with the whole YGE store versus... Um, YGE Gov, like there's the store and then there's just regular Gov. But at any rate, so I was like, well, I'm pretty sure it's in store. He's like, well, let's do it again. And so I did it again. And that afternoon, I put it back out in the same packs uh, out in the yard and proceeded to beat the piss out of it. So Tom <laughs> and Gucci are on FaceTime and I set it up where they could see the whole flight. And I mean, it wasn't long. It was like, what, maybe a minute, minute and a half, something. And, well, um, I don't want to say the entire flight because all we saw was about a four foot section in your backyard, and all <laughs> we we heard it, Ooh, and it was just like, oh, where did it go? It just went to the right. Oh, it went to the left. And mind you, like there's houses on either side of him. Hey, shush! Make me sound. So. Um, yeah, it's so. safe. You got trees in the you know behind <laughs> your house. Yeah. Maybe that was the first flight that you guys saw, because then it was the second flight I went out there, and it didn't last long at all. All of a sudden, it was just like, <laughs> and it started, you know, it came down, and I was like, the heck happened? You know, here, oh, that's what it was. So, you guys saw the first flight, talked to Ben, made the changes, and went back out, and all of a sudden, it wouldn't stay airborne, like it was losing head speed. And I was like, what the heck is going on here, you know? And so, I tried to spool it up again, it was like, you know? And I'm like... What has he done? <laughs> you know? And um, so I pull it back in. I'm about to message him. I think I did get the message out. And all of a sudden it dawned on me. I was like, son of a bitch. I never <laughs> charged these packs. Brand new packs. Oh. And my heart sank. I was like, crap. So put them on the charger. They're like 2.8, 2.9. So basically, they're freaking fried, you know. And uh, and Ben calls and he's like, "How bad are they?" And I told him he was like, "Bro, he's like those packs are freaking done." I'm like, "Don't talk like that. <laughs> let's let's hang on to hope here." And he's like, "What's the IR?" And so as soon as he right, and so <laughs> it it actually the charger was not wanting to charge them. It was spitting out an error code. And by the time it finally got to three point three uh, per cell, it actually started picking up, and and then it took off where it started charging the pack. The IRs actually, believe it or not, were below two. They were like one point five, one point seven, and I was like, maybe I got lucky, you know, and um. So, we'll talk more. But uh, I proceeded to then get packed up for RCHO, and that's really all I've done. I didn't get to do a whole lot uh, between that time because it was just pouring rain that entire week here. And um, so, yeah, I didn't get to mess with it again until was it Friday? I guess maybe Friday. But um, at RCHO. But um, but yeah, so. I fried my packs. That's freaking crap. You know, you know the best part of that story. What's that? So you hit LVC and it, it won't stay in the air. It lands. Kevin thinks, "Oh, let me try to spool it up some more." <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do it again. It's not yeah. working. Yeah, I was I was lost. I I didn't know. You know, I was like, he just had me change something like. You know, is it that? Like, what's going on here? Why would it do that? 
And I just wanted to kind of like repeat the process to make sure that it could be recreated, obviously. Make sure the packs were completely dead. Completely done. And yeah. uh, straight yeah. out of the package. So there you go, boys and girls. Don't uh, forget to charge your new packs when they go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was like a $260 mistake. Yay me. Um, yeah. But at any rate, moving on. Andy, what have you been up to, man? Yes, sir. I flew some this week, three packs yesterday. Weather was really, really nice. Got some sun, finally quit raining here in Tennessee. That was cool. Um, we'll talk about chill out. Other than that, that's kind of the only thing I've done. What were you flying here? Or The Oxy-5. Okay, okay. Are you uh, getting friendly with that thing, or is it... Uh... Yeah, I like it. Yeah? It's fun, yeah. Very cool. Like For enough sure. that you'd buy the Nitro, or? Yes. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yep. Sure would. Okay. Kind of been thinking about that. Putting the, I've got that N556. Right. It's still broken. And I was seriously thinking about just putting the stuff out of it into an Oxy Nitro. Mm. So match my Oxy 5. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Makes sense. Would you do 600 or would you keep it 550? Uh, I think it comes 600 stock. Oh, okay. The Nitro does. Okay. Oh, you're talking about the electric? Well, no, 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 the, the nitro. So Yeah, I think it comes in the stretch configuration. I always forget that it Just comes. Just like six something. 25? Up to yeah. six. Yeah, it goes up to like 620 something. Yeah. Well, very cool. All but right. Yeah, I dig it. Nice. Craig, you still with us? <laughs> I'm here. What did you do this past week, man, since chill out? Um, I enjoyed the nice weather here where I live, mm. and I was able to fly Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Nice. Which was very nice, seeing how I've come off of a three-month hiatus. Nice. Yes. Very cool. What's next, Scott? What is hot? Yes. Man, <laughs> freaking love it. So excited. Some heat on it this week. Mm-hmm. Turn it Hold up on. to 11. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. By the way, we don't have anything that's hot. Nothing. Oh, jeez. Oh. What a letdown. I mean, I mean, Andy tried to come to, to save us here. He did. But, I mean, is this like... Uh, I, I just brought you everything that we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's already heard us talk about this on Friday, but you guys can give your take. That is too. I uh, forgot about the the second, the third bullet there, though. Um, all right, let's roll through the secondhand news. <laughs> nice. <laughs> let's see if we could if it's we could used, revamp it. It's used news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still warm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so. They're they're already coming out with upgrades, right? Which we knew for the uh, for the crack and or for the raw, right? Mm. It's a new uh, the different paint schemes, the different paint colors, right? For the canopy, and now it looks like they were able to use special plastic from Mars and make it lighter for the, for the skids. Mm. So there's going to be a, a light or a ultra light landing gear. 65 grams lighter. Mm-hmm. 
So what do they do, Scott? What do you, they just use different type of plastic, you know, composition or something? Or do they take material from it or what? Well, I know they changed the mount location drastically, so you don't have to use spacers and longer steel bolts anymore. So you shorten Ooh. the length of the bolts overall, which makes probably the biggest difference because those are steel. Okay. Um, and then the plastic itself is less material. Quite okay. a bit. If you look at photos, they're definitely not as wide. They're okay. uh, not wide, I guess. You used to say long. The struts themselves are a lot smaller. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think that's where you're getting. Yeah, they're thinner. They're getting, that's okay. where they're getting their weight loss from. So really, they're just shaving material weight. Yeah. Not, not change, changing the type of material, right, so to speak. Yeah. But the cool thing is, I mean, that's the lowest part of the helicopter, so that's going to move your CG as much as possible. So the weight more you can save weight-wise down low, the more it'll change the CG and the way it feels on cyclic. Mm. Yeah. It's be interesting. Yep. What do you think like- about durability? Will it be strong enough? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I have no clue. It's just it looks gas. like smaller skin be... tubes as well. Yeah, I assume they're going to disintegrate just the same. So, the Kraken skid pipes are they ten mil? Because the Maybe. Sport line are twelve mil, right? They're yeah, bigger. they're smaller. Yep. So the crack, yeah. So that means the raw is already smaller than. The black nitro stuff. Some, whatever. Somebody said they were going down to the size that's on the 580. Oh, wow. That's tiny. Wow. Is that like I mean, you know? can look at this picture on Facebook. They're noticeably smaller. It's going to look like a skip leg day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chicken legs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is the transmission, overall transmission size for the raw similar to the 580 and not the Kraken, right? No, it's Kraken size. Is it Kraken size? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But I'm going to fly mine. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, first you got to have good grams. batteries to fly. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, changing changing what batteries you fly will make a bigger difference than skids, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't yeah. charge like, batteries. I just if use you're them really up. worried, drop the 5000s and run 4500s or 3300s or something, and there'll be a huge weight difference. Yeah, or so, even lightweight 5000s. Yeah, because there's don't, a huge don't run difference. My HRBs that weigh, you know, I've got two bricks in there. Yeah, well, I was gonna say there's a big difference between any of the graphenes and then some of the other packs. Yep. In no way am I being paid for this, wink, wink, uh, Chris. Um, but you know those Mania X batteries. What is it? They're like fifty one hundred. Is it fifty one hundreds? I think the six S. And those are like six hundred sixty grams compared they to. They sponsored the you too. <laughs> everybody yeah the commercial everybody. the commercial this week don't worry it'll be mania uh, is the commercial that too no i kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, jesus <laughs> i was gonna have andy do it but um no but it you know those are we were looking at those ben and i and you know because of the fact that they're not graphene they're like 660 where the graphene 6s 5000s uh you know are like 796 so um yeah, I mean, you definitely could lighten it up if you really were after right. that. But and that- and even even those mania maniacs, manax, whatever packs are heavier than like a Gen's Ace or a Pulse or some of the is that right? Ones. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Pretty good bit too. Hmm. I think Gen's Ace were the lightest, if I'm not mistaken. Oh wow. Yeah, I think OptiPower's kind of always been the lightest, and then the Gen's Ace 
slash pulse and then some of the others hmm. those graphenes are in my experience have had the lowest ir and provide the most power but they're so heavy yeah yeah that's interesting though if you think about it the endurance or the the uh, capability to take a beating is really from the type of material that the heavier the material the better right mm-hmm. yeah and i think it depends on your flying style too mm-hmm. like if you if you run nascar i don't think you need light packs you want a pack that can put up with the abuse mm-hmm. yep whereas if you don't if you spend most of your life in center collective maybe you want a light pack well yeah. and i think i've mentioned it before but that's part of the reason why we went with the 7s pack but it was the 4000 mil as opposed to the 5000 because the 5,000 put it up to like 920 grams, where the 4,000 is 730. So it actually, this 7S pack that we're using is less in weight than a graphene HRB 6S 5,000. Nice. You know, so, uh, I mean, granted flight time, if you NASCAR the hell out of it, you know, it's not going to last very long, but it, you know. I, I bet don't... it'd be very similar to 6S 5,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 7S 4000, I would say, is very close. If you're being conservative, right? Well, I'm saying same plot style, like okay. same to same. Yeah. <laughs> same, same, but different, but still same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you got that 7S punch power, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, at first we were all talking like we were going to go super light uh, with our Raws, but... Then I completely just went off the deep end in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not disappointed though. It's fun. What else you got? Anything? Well, let's see. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, there's a great amount of news. Frank Moore Doritos now is an XL Power. Um, yes. You know, join Team XL Power. He's a uh, team manager for uh, Mania or the Maniac Batteries, whatever, however you say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're Maniacs. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you know this, but he's got them pretty, pretty good lately. You know, he, uh, when I, I'm, it's crazy because I don't think I've ever seen him do pyro flips. And he was doing them in RCHO, wasn't he? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, uh, but to yeah. put it out there too, he, he's not just a team member of XL, though. He's actually the team manager now. Oh, team manager. Now, is that a joint thing with him and Chris, um, or is Chris so stepping down? I didn't quite get the, all the details on that. I just know that Chris was saying, it, you know, Chris's job, he works like bell to bell. He's working 14, 16 hours a day, and it makes it very difficult to interact with his team members because he's constantly flooded with work. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that was part of the plan was to bring Frank in to relieve him of that uh but i don't know if it's like you say if it's him stepping down or not that detail i don't have but i do know that he was bringing him in because he just couldn't handle the workload plus the hobby stuff okay so but congrats to him anyways uh yeah. you know hey if he's happy flying uh xl and protos and it's a new home for him then cool i support it do it man yeah and uh see you guys uh andy you guys talked about the new kst servos yes so i mean does anyone on here has ever run kst's i think mike has because he was on their team i have before okay what do you think about them they're all right i've never had any issues 
Ben has those in his Kraken 700. Okay. So Scott and I both flew that, and we're, I don't know that we said to ourselves or out loud that the servos were lacking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, their servos are great. It's, yeah. You know, they were good. Yeah. Hmm. So pretty interesting to coming out with th- one is a 30 kilogram, nine second uh, transit time at 60 degrees or per 60 degrees. Now, is that at uh, high voltage, eight volt, or is that for a six volt setup? Do we know? Uh, I think, well, when you go to their website, it's interesting thing about these cyclics. They have a six to 8.4 volt. And then they yeah. have one that goes up to 12 volt. Jesus. So I don't know exactly what the application for that is. Airplanes. airplanes it's very yeah. popular for airplanes. Mm. Most of the JR high-end servos are 12 volt. Yeah. So 12 volts, uh, that's what I was going to say, is that there, I saw them, a lot of airplane guys use them. I don't know. Do we really need 12 volt setups in our helis? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, they, right. they need it because they're u- usually utilizing two, um, you know, two high torque servos per control surface. Yeah. Where when you run those 12 volt systems, you can get away with like one. Hmm. Interesting. You'd also lower the, the amp draw on your wiring. Mm-hmm. Where you're in like 20 feet of wiring to the elevator <laughs> servo. <laughs> Go around the block three times. Well, yeah. I mean, on a on a big plane, it's a, it can be a long ass way from the tail back up to the receiver. Mm. Yeah, I mean, heck, heck like wire, five feet six, six, seven feet. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm really curious about those uh, the the theta servos. Theta, yeah, yeah. I think that would, that would be interesting to to take a look at those since they're fully programmable using your phone or whatever it is. Only the full-size ones. Oh, really? The the minis are not like that? No, the minis aren't like that. Holy crap, though. Is it really? The Swash Servo is 30 kilogram centimeters? Yeah, on the website, they have it in newton meters, so I'm not sure. There's not a huge difference when you go from the low volt. Well, we would call it high voltage when you go to the 12 volt. One's 3.0 newton meters at 7.4 volt, and the other one's 3.5 at 12 volt. Yeah. So it's 416 ounce inches. Mm. That's still pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, 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 that's, that's, pretty, that's, that's, that's about normal. That's pretty cool, though, that they're, they, they seem that they're trying to keep up with, with the trends. And I know, what is it? The Futabas now have five six hundred ounces torque servos i think that's mm-hmm. what the hcs are the yeah. hc 700s so i find yeah. it really weird what's the deal with the h 700 and the hc 700 i guess the one is, yeah exactly. <laughs> one's stronger but you can only use receiver pack it pulls too much amps for a bc mm. Isn't that? I forget awful. which one's which. Yeah, I think the HC is the BC one. Right. Yeah, and the H seven hundred say no back. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So is that because of the over amperage? Because most mm-hmm. BCs are like twenty amps or whatever max. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, that's an application where jumping up to twelve volt could make a difference. Yeah. But you're also going to have to, because I don't think any of our fly barless units can handle that either. So all that stuff would have to be stepped up as well. 
Yeah. Um, I think some do. I think the spirit can handle some. Maybe do. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I should say I don't think they all will. (laughs) Some will. The ones that matter. Spirit? I don't know, man. I've been looking into those. Are you interested in spirit? Yeah. So I told you that I'm really interested in in the CGY 760. So I I think I'm... If if you're going to do F3C, you want that 760. Just saying. Yeah. And and give it a try, and then if it'll be a lot easier just to have the F3C with the 16IZ and the 760, and then slowly go to all Futaba, you know, if if I like yeah. it that much. But right. this spirit can do up to 15 volts, and it can wow. do 760 microseconds nice. on cyclic servos as well. Right. That's the point I was just about to say, is I'm kind of waiting for more 760 center pulse servos hit the market and i'm wondering yeah, i'm told if, uh, it's totally not valid though from a couple of different people but i think that's for another episode yeah <laughs> i think the people saying that are people that don't have the ability to drive 760 pulse servos because i've heard yeah. pretty much the exact opposite from anybody that's used them mm-hmm. i've noticed a difference fuel wise yeah. but i'm told that's scientifically impossible <laughs> Two plus two does not equal four. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. So I don't know what to believe. I mean, in in theory, sounds like it should. You, we should see I a mean, difference, right? But then, you know, put a fifteen twenty servo on your tail and see if you can tell any difference. Right. I'm told I mean, that. Yeah, I'm told that doesn't really make a difference either. Which I, I don't oh, know, man. No, I don't know what to believe. I'm not buying into that because there's no <laughs> way I'd go back to a fifteen twenty. There is a significant difference between the two. Right. So if it makes a difference there, why would it not make a difference on your well, cyclic as well? And that's mm-hmm. the conversation that I was having with somebody because even Caleb was like, he says, "There's no way I could go back to fifteen twenty now." Like mm-hmm. it makes that much of a difference for him. So mm-hmm. that that was the argument is that, you know, if it makes that huge of a difference on tail, why would you not think that cyclic would make a difference also? Mm-hmm. But I, you know, what makes a difference for me? The money. That's what makes a difference. Right. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm waiting for some, some more ones that don't cost a fortune. Right. You know, let's see a $150 servo that will do it. Yeah. Well, and I also wonder when V-Control or, or Mikado is going to catch up. You know what I mean? Yeah, as soon as they catch up, then in, it'll be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter till they catch up, and then once they do it, oh, it'll be great. Right. Everybody will have to have it. Funny but true. <laughs> same scene, <laughs> but different, but the same. Yeah. Now, I think it'll be interesting. I'm definitely uh, interested in some of these new things, that, like the 760 pulse where that's coming out for servos, for some servos. Um, I like the idea with the, the Theta serv- uh, servos and the fact that you could change things using your phone on them. So if you want to do like different, like change pulse width, for example, you don't need to go buy a programmer or anything like that. You could just go in and change it. Hopefully do they, not. Do they let you change the pulse width? I was going to say, will they do 760? <laughs> they let you change it. Yeah. <laughs> no oh, shit, cool. really? Yeah. What like, all can you change? I, you know, I and I'm I'm a terrible person to get this from um, <laughs> because of the you know. Well, God, that sounds so offensive to him. Um, he got the information from uh, what's the guy's name? Ming or Ting? Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. Um, apparently, it it's so programmable that if you wanted it to feel like a KD one, you could. That's the mm. rumor on the street. I don't. I don't. You know. <laughs> It was just information given to me. I don't know how true that is because both of us, the person telling me this and whatever, you know, I, I, we haven't done it, so I don't know. You know what I mean? But apparently well, it's tri- very... The, the trick would be knowing what to adjust to accomplish that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's that, I don't want to say granular, but you know what I mean? Like it's, I guess there's enough parameters, you know, with, is it a phone app? Is that what you were saying, Gucci? I think so, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to pull up and see, you know. Yeah, I can't find it. I mean, that's probably correct, assuming you know the stuff to change to make that work. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at you screenshots know. right now of the program, and yeah, you can change between 760 and, and nice. 1520. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got, they all got one of their servers that has a built-in gyro. But you can control their neutral position, their P, their their P gain, their D gain, their dead zone, mm-hmm. the PWN, uh, PWM endpoints as well. Wow. Okay. Probably the ramp up and stuff. Yeah. So, big question: How much are they? Because I think they were pretty proud, weren't they? Mm, let's see. I, I thought that they were definitely two hundred ish. I can't remember. I, I do know that Chris was saying that Rob Cole walked away with eight hundred dollars in servos. Oh my lord! Oh yeah, like it was eight hundred bucks worth. That's possible. I, I don't. I think I looked at the the pricing a while back, it, and it wasn't cheap. It only oh, does four hundred hertz, though. Mm. What are the Futaba servos? Three hundred, probably five sixty. Yeah, probably sixty pulse. I was going to say, they, they can't be too expensive or else you'd just go get the Fataba. I mean... Mm-hmm. That would make sense. It's a it's a known good quality thing. Sure. I mean, I wouldn't take a, a risk on something like this unless it was considerably less expensive. Right. Yeah, if they came in hot at like 249 each, I'm not buying these. I'm buying no. Fatabas. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, MKS, I guess, is supposed to have something on the horizon, too. They're supposed to be, but <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have one that's a, a, a Razer C1, which could be used for cyclic, as a cyclic servo, and it's $129. Not terrible. If that, yeah, well. At 8.4 volts, it could do 36 kg FCM. And it's pulling yeah, that- two. So it's over, you know, it's what? Probably 500 or more ounces torque. That's a lot. That's like, yeah. aren't the MKS X5s around 500? I mean, like, yeah, they're pretty so ridiculous. Fast Tech CC. Huh. So, yeah, just, I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely curious. It piqued my interest. And uh, that's always curious how, you know, what you guys got from RCHO. If you guys. Kind of picked around and gave it a try. So yeah, interesting. Uh, oh, you guys talked. You know, what's Urcha, Andy? Can you tell me about Urcha? Uh, yes, the they're looking for Urcha is looking for member ambassadors. Mm. I mean, they gave up on Shaggy. 
<laughs> I don't think Shaggy was ever an ambassador. Robert Monty was, but now he's on the board. Board, yeah. And from the information I gather online, they're looking for more. Like they would like to f- have at least one person kind of in every region. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I think that would be interesting to get involved, especially if if those folks would want to bring out competitions, you know, with the support of Archa. You know, because you have people that do a lot of competitions that are currently involved with Urcha, i.e. Robert Monty, West Manier. And what a better way is to bring in some of these ambassadors like out on the West Coast and have them do some competitions out there, too. So, yeah. Very interesting. Uh, it says ambassadors are appointed, not elected position for Urcha. Okay. Ambassadors may be designated for numerous roles, including but not limited to special projects or events, geographic considerations, training, etc. Mm, training? Oh, I need more training in my life. <laughs> they're, um, mm. They say they're, they're not limiting the number of ambassadors. Ideally, we would like at least one person per AMA district, plus mm. any special needs ambassadors. Sky would be perfect for special needs. I'm saying, man, that's special how you needs. climb the ladder. That's how you do it right there. You could be. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Again. Yeah. It just takes time, man. It, it's basically just somebody to represent Urcha in a good light, go to events, you know, not be an asshole, just promote RC helicopter hobby. <laughs> Damn it, Scott. <laughs> I was like, count me like, out. I'm out. Yeah, we're all out, but I'm sure there's folks out there. Why are they going to set the bar so high? <laughs> Scotty's like, I'm out. Yeah. yeah, there's folks like Brent that aren't that aren't complete dicks like we yeah, are. Yeah, but he'll be like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Nope, never mind. Okay, <laughs> I'll have it two days and I'll be like, hmm. This isn't for me, guys. Yeah. I was actually thinking about it when I saw that post. I was like, huh, that'd be kind of fun, but I don't know. I don't go to enough events, I don't think. Yeah, they're looking for people that attend events. Mm. Yeah. I go to a couple, two to three, maybe. Yeah. There's not many out here to begin with. I know, like, I, I think I started the year with trying to get involved with Urch, at least this year's Urchas, which is, there's so much going on, plus, you know, um, we're trying to run that fun fly up here in Ohio. It's just getting to be too much, you know, so I had to step right. back with that idea. Right. But I, I, I think eventually, like, I do want, you know, to do, to be more involved in Urcha, especially with some of us that have been doing the heli hobby now for quite a few years. It's not like... Mm-hmm. I think it would be worth doing that. It's just, you know, you got to have the time and make sure you right. overwhelm yourself, you know? Yeah, I agree. I would be kind of interested in it, but between work and doing the podcast every week, you know, that eats up a lot of time. Yeah. So, well, cool. Uh, the last one, Scott is happy. He's got more of uh, options for solderless connectors from Super X. Burr. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> so did, are they coming out with solderless for smaller connectors? Yes, or? for the the uh, D five S five DC five, which so the five mil and the six mil D six S six and DC six. I don't know what the DC is versus the D. 
I don't know, but I really wish they came out with the sixes earlier because my mm-hmm. whole flying group was on S sixes. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, all right, bye guys. And we went to sevens. I would have done yeah. solderless six. That way we can all still share packs and stuff. Right, mm-hmm. right. Oh, wow. And I feel like some of my batteries, like those casings are too much. So I have to kind of use leftover silicone shroud or whatever to clamp down on the the wire itself. So I wonder if the small connectors would fit a little bit better on our batteries, on our wires. Yeah, the the, the five mils are set up for 10 gauge and the, eight, the six mil for eight gauge. Okay. Huh. Cool. All right. Is there Take anything more else? of my money I don't have. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, today's what is hot has been brought to us by Freefall RC. Use news. <laughs> Use news. <laughs> Use news for less. I like it. Nice. Oh, oh thanks, gosh. Andy. Good, yeah. good conversation, though, on all yeah, those. Absolutely. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Innovation. Shatter your limits. Become a legend. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, as previously mentioned, we have two special guests with us tonight. We have Andy Ross as well as Craig Carter. And uh, Andy wanted to come on to hang out with us and talk chill out. And uh, we decided then that we would also try to bring somebody on that uh, it was their first time at RCHO. And uh, it happened to be Craig Carter's first time at the chill out. So nice. we invite him on to uh, see what he thought. So... Why don't we uh, take a little time to get to know Craig, and then we'll jump into RCHO. So, the first thing is, where are you from? I am from a small one-stop, one-light-stop town in North Carolina called Boonville. Boonville. Mm. Okay. Boonville. So, what part of the state is that? Uh, It's about 30 minutes north of Winston-Salem. Oh, so near Boone? No, that's what everybody thinks. Huh. No, no, no. I'm about. It's like from... what two hours from Boone, or <laughs> yeah, hour and a half, two hours from Boone. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. If you've been to the Dragonfly event in East Bend, I'm mm-hmm. 15 minutes from that field. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> Poor that's guy. A great field. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that field has spoiled me to say yeah. the least. That's a nice field, man. 
well, how long you been flying? Um, kind of a long story, but I'll condense it down. Uh, cool. I got into helicopters, I think in 2015. Um, and it all started over a YouTube video <laughs> from, I think it was Bobby Watts. And there used to be a local hobby shop that sucked me in to um, several different blade helicopters that I no longer have. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I did that for about a year. And then my daughter decided she was going to get serious into travel softball. So I laid it down up until the pandemic hit. And then I was like, hey, this is a great time to pick this back up. Yeah. So, in between those times, I ended up getting a Goblin 570. Nice. And took forever to build because I wasn't a (laughs) member of a club at the time. So, everything that I got to from the beginning of the build to the end of it, it was, you know, a week worth of YouTube videos to figure out how it's done. Very cool. All right. So you took a break. Sounds like you took a break from flying Hallies. Do you like, did you kind of redo your goals of what you want to achieve in the hobby since you came back or are they the same like before? Um, Do you have any goals? I completely redone my goals. And then the first one was to join a club. And luckily, Mm -hmm. like I had no clue I was this close to a field like that. Uh, I stumbled across a John Titus by accident, and that's kind of what really sparked me to get back in. And my goals went from, you know, just screwing around, trying to make something happen in the air to actually learning orientations and stuff like that. Nice. Which is frustrating because... (laughs) Um, I, I was doing so good last summer and I piled it in, you know, trying to, trying to, uh, Scott Graham maneuver and mm. yeah, <laughs> that'll get you every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's me every time. So about that time last fall, um, was when we started a partial remodel. So I was doing so well and now I feel like I'm so far behind, but I've had many, many people t- tell me not to rush it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely two schools of thought, right? I mean, you can either take the slow road, learn them well, and uh, enjoy the the, pro- the progress and progression, you know, or hammer on it as hard as you can. And, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's there's definitely two oh, ways yeah. to approach it. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, my votes rush the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what are you working on in terms of uh, orientational things? What, what do you got? Um, well, since it's been three months since I flew, I was kind of surprised at how quick all the stuff I'd learned come back. Um, I'm finishing up all of the hovering orientations upright. And I know to a lot of people that sounds boring, but it's still difficult to me. Um, nose in, I mean, I can do that easily now, which I didn't think I'd ever be able to get to that point. Uh, nose left, nose right still gives me a little bit of trouble. For some reason, flying off my right hand or my right shoulder, that that, that screws with my brain every time. Mm-hmm. That's how I crashed, as I was off my right shoulder. 
Um, so I'm just about done with all those. And I'm either going to go into inverted hovering or learning to fully control a figure eight. Figure eight. Mm-hmm. Figure Absolutely. eight first. Yep. I'm close, but I still haven't got the inside turns coming back towards me down pat. Actually, I think you should just skip to TikToks. TikToks. Okay. <laughs> That's what I did. As <laughs> soon as you get solid. those pyro flips. Yep. Yeah. TikToks and pyro flips, and then you're done. Yep. Trust me, it's it's crossed my mind several times to skip it. <laughs> it's it's uh, tough to to stay organized, right, and not jump. It you is. know, because everything we see, right, on YouTube, whatever, all the great pilots, you know. Oh yeah. Know, that's what they show you, you know, and you're like, man, you know, I want to be there. And it's it's an ugly reminder when we put it into the ground. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Like like right before I had that crash, I was able to go to the Queen City. What was it called, Scott? The Queen, Queen City, City Heli Throwdown? That's one. That was my second event ever ever attending. Damn. And uh, you know, I got to see Kyle Stacy throw down and I was like, There's no way I can get to this level. That's not true. You can get there. Yeah. You should yes, want it. Guys fly. It's just I mean, it, it it absolutely amazes me. A lot of sim time, man. I mean, oh, yeah. you have the time. And that's yeah. been tough. I mean, because I get bored on the same easy. Yeah. And I just start sticking. One thing that helps one thing that helps me get motivated or stay motivated is when you're watching these guys that are at that level just doing insane stuff, most of them aren't practicing anymore or like expanding anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like you're shot to catch up. As long as you do everything you can to catch up. <laughs> That's my motivation anyway. I see them flying. I'm like, man, but that was the same flight or the same level as I saw a year ago. Right. Yeah. I got to kick my pace up, you know? That makes sense. It absolutely, it absolutely makes sense. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some are, you know, CDs of the world, the guys that are competing first place and stuff. But, you know, it's... I feel like you can get very close if you try after a couple of years, maybe three or four years of like solid effort. Cool. But getting back to your question, Gucci is, or your, yeah, your question. Um, another goal of mine, and this is going to sound a little bit strange to you guys is I still get nervous flying in front of people. Me too. And I want to get over that. <laughs> Me three. <laughs> It'll never go away. I'm nervous that uh, I'm going to hit somebody because you know, everybody's afraid when I fly. So yeah, we're nervous about that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm nervous. <laughs> Do something that scares us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coming right up. <laughs> so you know, I remember the first time Kevin is the one that took me to the very, very first fun fly, and it was a heli extravaganza, mm. um, a triple tree. And it's, it's, you know, to this day, I think I still get nervous, but once I start flying, I kind of forget all about it, you know, um, unless you got Scott Grammy New Year telling you how much you suck or something like that. You know, I, I tend to that. be, I know, I'm just, I'm just kidding. You actually are a, a, a very perfect motivator to be a, uh, helping me out, especially when there's smoke coming into my eyes. <laughs> Just <laughs> like do it, bitch. Do it, Lord. Yeah, Come yeah. on. <laughs> no, it, that's very. You know, that's. I think that's a good goal to be able to feel comfortable and and not hold back. Don't let people watching you deter you from from flying what you're capable 
to fly, so to speak, you know? Yeah. So it's I, a tough one, though. To, you know, it's always going to be around. Yeah, it's a skill to try and ignore it. Just mm-hmm. clear right. your mind, focus on the helicopter, and not think about what they're doing, because it's so hard to stay accurate when you're thinking about something else other than flying. Right. Oh, I, 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 I totally agree, because that's what messes me up. But thankfully, my buddy Jamie Burkholder at RCHO, chill out. Right. He finally convinced me to take at least one hovering flight after I got it. We got my 570 back going, and uh, that was a pretty good feeling. Nice. You just got to go do do it more. So go fly center stage at times. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you think I'm crazy, but go walk up to the first flight line right in front of everybody and go hover out of flight, and you'll see that it's not like you think it's going to go. I totally agree with that. I seen that firsthand at um, Chill Out Saturday yep. night. Um, I can't remember the kid's name, but he took uh, a 570 and literally hovered it over the fire. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yep, I think that was Mason. Yes, it was Mason. Well, you know, what I want you to do, the next fun fly you're at with Scott Graham, just watch him when he's about to go to fly at one of the stations, just go cut in front of him. <laughs> so that or scream real loud going live, he loves that. <laughs> Oh yeah. God! <laughs> That's against me now. Not so much people, but cameras. When, when people bust out the phone, you're like, Jesus! No, yes. This has to be like something. I've got to push it that much more. And then you put your raw into the ground at Mach four. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it happens. You put what into you know? the ground? I'm sorry. The raw. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Luckily, luckily, I was able to see that in person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was due to a cell phone camera. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my flying skills. It was a camera. Gotcha, gotcha no, it's it. like that was an irresponsibly low McDougal. Oh, is that what you were doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I plowed it in doing like the hardest McDougal I could do. <laughs> you, make, a- you make done it. Yeah. Man. <laughs> was it good, Craig? <laughs> it was. It was great. I mean, it's one of the hardest skid bumps I've seen. <laughs> they call that the McFail. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually glorious. Like, it stopped, like, a quarter inch from the ground hard as shit, but the tail touched, and it mm. made the belt lose tension. That will do it. Mm-hmm. About 10, sec- 10 seconds after that. Yep. <laughs> Before I could figure out what was going on. That was a skill thing. Or I'm going, wait, it's spinning, it's not spinning, it's spinning, it's broken, it's not, maybe? I don't know. And I just didn't decide what to do, and I just it went right in knife edge like an idiot. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, it, it's also like, well, after a day of being at the fun fly, right? Was yeah. it a night? Yeah. 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 It's the first night. <laughs> Is there any other way? Yeah. <laughs> Is uh, the sky blue? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, All right. <laughs> Do you have any other goals that you want to talk about, Craig? Um, not really. Okay. I just, I, you know, I want to get to those or accomplish those two goals and then see where I go from there. I always like to say I, one of my main goals is to me- meet great people, not like Scott Graham. Maybe well, like I mean, obviously that, that, that as well. Um, and, yeah. and RCHO did not fail in that department. I met a ton of people that I've yes. seen on Facebook or, 
you know, seen on YouTube videos. So that was extremely exhilarating. The, do you think that, you know, being at, at a field like RCHO, being able to see a lot of the folks that you interact with, did you feel a bit more comfortable flying in front of them, you think? No. Did it make it worse? I I was going to make a comment that since I've, you know, since I know a lot of the people at RCHO now, I, my nervousness has gone down just because it's like, yeah, whatever. They're all friends here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's worse when I don't know them for some reason, because then all of a sudden I'm like, oh God, you know? So. (laughs) Like when I rolled up to RCHO, literally. The only per the only two people I knew was Jamie Burkholder and uh, Eric Shue. <laughs> and when, mm-hmm. when I got there, I don't think Eric Shue knew who I was. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, apparently, I'm salt lover. <laughs> you weren't you weren't there yet, dude. <laughs> you, you don't count. I don't yeah. count. He was he was adulting. Like who does that on a uh, fun fly day? Mm-mm-mm. So, what do you have in your fleet now? Now that you uh, you started, what you say you came back and bought a five seventy? Uh, well, I, I I bought a five seventy before I got out, and it set, and I kind of went back through it and got it flying again last uh, well last year about this time, and that's the one I piled. <laughs> it. It's the only one I have currently. You sat on it so long that you came out with another model. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And I have heard it from so many people. But I, I, I almost didn't rebuild it. But I got, you know, once I started looking at all the spare parts I had, I was like, well, it's not going to cost that much. And I'm uh, trying to use it as a beater. But I do want a 700. Now that my buddy here locally has one. What, what are you thinking about getting? 700 wise um uh, i have my heart set on a kraken until the raw yeah. come out oh i get yes. a kraken <laughs> so i'm not sure and then after meeting and having many conversations with brandon cooper i'm not so sure that i don't want a nitro I, I was gonna say why don't you turn the 570 into the gym boss conversion and then get your raw or whatever that you want to get that has crossed my mind Mm-hmm. Mm. I like where the problem is, is. Is I know nothing about nitro. Oh, I know a guy. I know they can help you. <laughs> I know Eric Shue. Yeah, he'll <laughs> <laughs> give you eight thousand three hundred and forty-two reasons why you screwed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but not how to fix them. Yeah, no. But uh, test flight, he'll fly your shit into a telephone pole. Don't you worry. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I think I, I think you know the nitro. Like, I, if you are willing to uh, off the bat understand that it's going to take some trials and tribulations with nitro, you know, yeah. not necessarily like tenfold or anything like that, but be prepared to have some some learning to do a lot more than maybe you had in the past. I think you could do. You know, it's it's going into nitro will teach you a lot. Yeah. And honestly. Potentially, if you go, you continue your training and everything else, it might make you even a better pilot a little bit. It will. You know? It will give you collective management. Yeah, that's absolutely. what I would say. Yep. That, that was the biggest thing I learned at the chill out is the collective management's critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My advice is buy a motor, buy parts to rebuild the motor at least once, 
and learn conservatively. Start rich, slowly work yourself le- uh, leaner, checking temperature, and go from there. You're going to nuke one of them at least once. So learn yeah. what it's like to nuke a motor, rebuild it. You'll realize it's really simple to rebuild, so nuking your motor is not the end of the world, and you'll learn a ton. Cool. Cool. Yeah, sounds good to me. So, uh, who put this in here? I don't know who would do this, but anyway, who's the best podcast out there? Uh, of course, it's the Hellyheads. Free fall. Oh, sorry, Andy. Did you Scott knows what's up. Skids up. <laughs> Scott is still trying to get fired, and the I'm only sorry. way you can get fired is if you say free fall. No, it's not. It's the AMA podcast with Matt Ruddick. Oh, yes. Oh. That's the worst one. <laughs> oh lord uh, so do you listen to Freefall Heliheads do you listen to Skids Up Craig um, I listen I've listened to most all of them okay. honestly but Heliheads is the most frequent one I listen to mm. thank you Sorry. Wrong answer. how much did they pay you to <laughs> oh lots <laughs> checks in the mail oh. buddy Checks in the mail. Yeah. All those Hollywood flag stickers came in handy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, man. So we already heard about RCHO, and I think we really, really need to talk about the chill out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, freezing. <laughs> Burr. Frickin' cold. It wasn't that How bad. Cold did it get? It was in the mid twenties, right? Yeah. I was such a bitch. I kept going back to Thomas's trailer. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I would Every, find, yeah, I'd be like, oh, something wrong with the heli. Got to go to the trailer. I'll be back. Yeah, no shit. Every time I looked around, like, where's Kevin? Uh, he disappears like four hours at a time. Comes it's out of the trailer all disheveled with a red face. I don't know what they were doing in there. <laughs> sounded intimate, but it's been a lot of taking, time in the trailer. Taking off knee pads. Funny <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, lots, lots of what, uh, wet napkins. Mm. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> no, it's true. Well, except for that part, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, stick buddy boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> they come uh, out who's ready for tummy sticks yeah 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 coming out like cliff hey uh-huh yeah kevin is like i had no choice i had to stay warm what happens yeah. you gotta pay up man. In the camper. <laughs> it comes as with a fee <laughs> oh shit yeah no i man i tell you i mean let's go ahead and get it out of the way but uh <laughs> had it not been for thomas's uh trailer camper that they had rented i mean holy cow i I'd have been such a whiny bitch the entire time. So, I mean, it was <laughs> perfect fit. Huh? So what do you mean would have been? Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. you're true. I was. You're you're right. You're right. But, uh, yeah, so we, we actually, there, were t- there was one time he came into the camper, and I had my phone in my hand, and I was about to text him and be like, hey, we're in your trailer. <laughs> and then he walks in, and I was like, hey, I was just about to message you that we're in your trailer, and we're using it for working on helis. And he was like, Okay, message received. <laughs> so, yeah, he was uh, he was very cool about it though. So we filled up his generator. Um, I happened to have like a two and a half gallon jug of you know gas in the truck, so or in the bed of the truck. So we just topped off his generator at some point. But but anyway, yeah, really cold. It was cold. Um, 
so I got there Thursday evening. Um, Andy, you were already there. No, you got there Friday. Friday night. Yeah. Yes. And Scott, you got there princess style Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, Saturday afternoon. No, I got there no. Friday, Friday evening. Friday evening. Yeah. Okay. You were there yeah, when I got 6 there. PM, I think. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some flights. Is there any flights that you guys saw that were pretty memorable? Yes. You the saw one that, one. Yeah, I saw quite a few. I really like the one that Kevin, you know, Kevin's 570 decided just had too much. He couldn't fly anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to shut That's down. I'm going to lay here in the grass. Uh, when, it, it, when, he, when he literally took off and got about 30 <laughs> feet in the air and he just went... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so back down. I like that one. I just want to I'm say like, thank you to one. Scott for taking one for the team of throwing himself into the briars for my heli. Well, you know that's a tr- that's, that's a that's true a good friend. friend. I think yeah, so. That's a true friend. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So I didn't realize they were sharp until I was halfway in. <laughs> <laughs> Me either, and I stopped and I was like, "Man, Scott's got it." <laughs> Scott is like, "I'm gonna get this. It's, it's, I'm gonna get it." Oh. Yeah. Bad decision. Now, honestly, like the 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 ones that had the most impact on me was watching Marcus fly. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I watched you fly your yellow kraken, Scott. What an amazing! I think it was nighttime, wasn't it? That you flew your yellow kraken with the fire. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah I like that flight. That was a good fly. I mean, just everybody that was there, you know. Um, but I think really it was Scott's, Marcus. Um, I mean, Brandon, I mean, did he, did he fly and not have any accidents the whole weekend? I think so. That's yeah. awesome. Good for you, Brandon. Way yeah. to come back. Brandon yeah. Hire threw down some good flights, too. Oh, did he? How many, how many, uh, yeah. what did he fly? Still the Spectre? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw like four flights, maybe. Yeah. It's not bad. He did really well. That's awesome. Who else did we have, Kevin? Oh, gosh. Um, as far as like spectacular flights, uh, oh, what was that guy's name? Oh, uh, he the was Ting from Ming. Thetis. Yeah. Oh, dude, they were doing the raffle, and he was out there flying, and it was so hard to concentrate on the raffle at the time. <laughs> and like he was doing like pyro flips, and then would reverse stuff, and I mean, it was incredible. So, but he had some problem with the seven hundred Protos. Uh, the okay. whatever. So then he breaks out the 380 and starts doing the whole freaking routine all over again, like left <laughs> pyros and then right pyros. And I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, yeah, he's he on was, another level. He was definitely next level. Um, so where did he go? Because I feel like he just came out of nowhere. I think he's a foreign exchange student. He's uh, over here for engineering, if I'm not mistaken. I okay, totally like thought a master's you were joking, or whatever, right. or a doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, something like that. And, uh, you know, obviously he's awesome at flying. So, <laughs> yeah, he's really, but he also is behind the Theta servos, though, no? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like he's the one that kind of is trying to push him in the States. Yeah. But I, because I, I saw him, I think it was probably a few months ago. And he was, he puts a video, a live feed or whatever, of practicing or whatever. And this dude comes out and starts busting out pure TikToks. And I'm like, who is this guy from the states? Like, I had to take a double double take, but I thought he was a pretty good pilot, you know. 
So, so yeah, I think I met him for the first time at Mowdown last year. I think it was. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and he was it's, again came out of nowhere. Awesome skills. So I was like, oh, this is badass. Yeah. Scott is like, hey, have you seen my McDougal? <laughs> hey guys, buddy. This. Get lower. <laughs> the guy comes out those pure TikToks from the deck. Damn you. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, uh, who else was there? Yeah. Well, we got there Thursday night, Ben and I, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm just gonna be honest. Like John Allen, he had been cooped up on a boat for eight months. That he was just ripping anybody, anybody he could. I mean, just like with the jokes and whatever. And I was like, damn, he must have been like, we were telling him, it's like, he must have been writing these down. Like, hey guys, I, I got these jokes whenever I get back. Like, what do you think of this one? You know, and, and, uh, I mean, like, we were just hacking on him, but he was just, I mean, <laughs> busting into everybody. And, uh, we we're like, man, he must have been really like homesick or cooped up too long or something. You know? <laughs> no, I think when he's on the boat, he's a total loser. And this is all the stuff they're hitting him with. And he's like, Oh, that's a good one. I got to write this down. Write that one down. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of him when he's on. Right. Deployed. Right. I somehow doubt that very seriously. I've never been around him where they didn't have full of jokes, boat or no boat. I think it just comes natural. To yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Douche is strong with that one. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, he's, he was. I he's love John. He's the yeah. best. He is. He certainly is. It was so much fun. He's got like little jars with like names on them. Okay, this one is for Scott Graham. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. This one is for Andy. Yeah, he's gonna oh. get this one. Mm-hmm. That's Bro- awesome. Got his little book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Did you guys fly Thursday night, or I think you went out, but there was nobody there, right? Or there wasn't much going um, on. I mean, there was people there, uh, but it was raining. So okay. yeah, Thursday was a complete washout. Like it was really bad, and um, and cold course but not nearly as cold as saturday but cold and um yeah we we just went and grabbed some food somewhere with a group of people and uh and pretty much called it and uh you know started fresh in the morning um oh gosh what was it um yeah we got a late start but then at that point i think if i'm not mistaken chris nut and chris nut was there so he had gotten everything set up and whatever, because uh, he had some team pilots that he was trying to support with, you know, having a place to work on their stuff and whatever. And um, I didn't even break my stuff out of my truck, man. Like the generator never came out, the table never came out. The t- I mean, nothing came out because I mean he he had a whole thing going on there. And um, and like I say, pretty much we were working out of Thomas's trailer too. But uh, yeah. Um, Let's see Friday. What went on Friday? Was there anything? So Friday, um, <laughs> we can get to. Well, actually, let's talk about Bronson. Uh, Bronson drove from Minnesota. Eh? Oh, I that's mean, right. That's the yeah. guy that did like two twenty two hundred yeah. miles back and forth. It was like eighteen hours. <laughs> it <laughs> was insane. So, but he was so excited to be there, man. Like, I mean, and dude, oh, yeah. he was having a good time. He was t- tenting and, and camping, you know, there the whole time. I'm like, bro, you are crazy. He's from Minnesota. It's it, yeah. like springtime yeah. to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. They're ice fishing, uh, ice fishing there now. So, yeah. uh-huh. a little bit of wet and rain ain't going to, you know, stop him. Yeah. <laughs> ice fishing. 
He certainly I brought see. his auger. <laughs> he he what did uh he crashed a nitro, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he that's, augered a black that's, nitro. That's the auger. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, he plowed are... it in. But uh yeah, I think he actually got a couple fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was something. Um but Man, the excitement that guy had for being there. Like, I think it was almost kind of like a last minute thing, too. He'd like, I think he pretty much like quit his job and was like, bet, going to freaking chill out, fuck it. <laughs> and he jumped in the car and came on, you know? And uh, so it was cool. It was, it was fun to meet him and uh, hang out with him. Um, but uh, yeah, he was having a blast. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Um, Tell you what, let's just go ahead and rip this off. But uh, so we spoke earlier about batteries, me nuking batteries. And, um, you know, I wasn't smart then and I wasn't smart when I got to chill out. Um, (laughs) So I loaded up. Well, I mean, no, now, I guess. But it's it's my raw is 14S. And like I say, we went the total opposite direction. Um, I wanted mine just to be freaking batty. But um, so. Uh, put coincidentally, I put those two batteries that I nuked into the raw, and of course, like I say, they were charged. We at that point we thought they were going to be okay, and um, we took it out to the flight line, and and I just started hammering down on it, and uh, and of course everybody was like, "Oh my god, this is a maiden!" And it really wasn't a maiden. I mean, again, I flew it in the backyard. I mean, so I already, I already knew it was going to fly. It's just I was giving it the shakedown of seeing what you know things were going to pop up with tuning and blah 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 um but started doing these really hard rainbows on the deck like if i don't know coming back they're probably a foot from the from the ground or whatever and um and as soon as it laid back on its back on the 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 right side uh all power just gone just died and it just fell to the ground and uh first things first i'd like to say for sure that uh i don't know about your raw um scott but it actually fared pretty well i mean for, yeah. for me for me right because you know i mean i'm a professional <laughs> right? dust. yeah i mean so uh nothing really got damaged uh, i did damage a tail blade tip and i decided to change them out um but just a tip yeah i mean it was just the tip one of the blade <laughs> grip arms minute. yeah uh 45 <laughs> seconds to be exact um but uh one of the um blade grip arms the 26 mil uh one of those got tweaked a little bit but we just tightened it back down and it seemed to be fine and it worked for the next flight um so we of course ben goes straight into like you know doc brown mode you know and and he just starts nerding out on the 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 logs and whatever and and we went round and round and that's when we went into thomas's trailer and um i mean really and truly had it not been for ben that helicopter would have never made it out for the rest of the weekend like i would have just put it away and been like i'll figure it out when i get home it's not worth like smashing it up again because at this point i don't know what's going on and he just nerded out on it and went hardcore and uh and you know he's like man it's got to be the batteries you know and i was like no way you know those things were fine you know whatever and so uh that brought us to the next day where i still had not brought out my 580 
And mind you, the 580 boom had just been replaced because I had put it onto the 580 Nitro. That was my last like test piece to see, you know, to rule things out with the 580. And so I'd put it back on the 580 electric and that's as far as I got. I didn't set the tail servo up. I didn't do anything. And so we, um, <laughs> Frank's like, Hey, you're doing the auto contest. And I was like, damn it. No, I, I don't have any, I don't have anything to fly. And he's just like, go get your 580, you know? And I'm like, shit. I'm like, all right. I said, you got to give me a few minutes, you know, whatever. And, and we're talking, it was like 1130. We were, they were doing it at 12. And so we start going through it and making sure that it's still set up. I haven't flown it in like, I don't know, three, four weeks. And probably with you, Scott, out at Charlotte. And uh, was the last time that thing actually flew. And um, so... Uh, the numbers were terrible on the tail. It was like, I don't know, something stupid, like 110 and the other one was like 86. <laughs> it was just, you know, the limits or whatever. It was nowhere near each other. I was like, whatever, we're doing this. And, um, so, you know, I got out there and of course, once again, uh, we had charged these, pa these packs back up and they seemed fine. Um, so stupid me. I'm like, well, let's try it again. So put one of the bad batteries into the 580 and I did manage to squeeze out one auto. Um, I know the one part about it spooling up as everybody was walking away. I really don't have an explanation for that. <laughs> That's the God's honest truth. I've, I'm were, not, you know, there were a lot of brown pants after that. Yeah. Well, I dropped a couple nuggets myself, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but yeah, because, well, the whole deal was, is when I was doing the auto, like I knew, I was like, first of all, the wind's blowing that direction, coming from the right to left, that's my comfortable side. So I just full commit. I didn't do, you know, go to throttle idle. I just went full commit and just turned the motor off. And so when it landed, I knew that I was in bank one and, and I had full throttle, you know, off more or less. And I went to go flip back out of throttle hold and it just lit up like a fire. Just like, whoop! And all of a sudden it was, you know, ready to go. And I was like, holy shit, what just happened, you know? And so the only logical exp explanation here is, is that I was not in throttle off. I was in throttle idle. I, But at the same time, we looked at the logs and it looked exactly the way I thought it was, where it was in throttle off or, or whatever. Um, and so I... I have no idea. So I apologize to everybody who shit their pants. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> but I, I really don't have an explanation. Um, so put it back up in the air again uh, to, you know, of course, go out and do this auto. And it just it just died. And, uh, and of course, it fell into the weeds. And, you know, like we were talking earlier, Scott went and got it, which was awesome. Um, but... Uh, it's clearly the batteries and pretty much at that point, like my, my flying portion of the trip, I was, I was not happy because, you know, it broke one of the Carter plates. It broke the ESC tray. It didn't break blades or anything. Thank goodness. But at that point it was just like my, my morale just like plummeted. <laughs> it was like, I got a question for you. Yeah. Are you turning off voltage cut? Apparently uh, not. On the YGE? Yeah. No. Uh, Why? Uh, that's what I asked him. Uh, good. That's question. what he said. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Turn it off, no yeah. matter what. 
just off off it never, turn it off ever, and just set an you. alarm you'd, I'd, you'd rather have the alarm beep right. at you than the whole thing shut off right. i'd rather buy a new battery than exactly. A helicopter. And, exactly and that's what tom shin was saying and you know literally i only flew the raw one more time with the good set of packs uh just to make sure of course that the heli was fine and it is it's fine um flew fine but uh i i just never brought it out again you know and, um, and of course the 580 was all balled up. Well, not really. Again, it was just the ESC tray and the one Carter, yeah. but. Cause the crappy thing is it, it does voltage cut off even during load. So mm-hmm. the only time you're ever dropping your voltage is when you're doing something really aggressive. And if you mm-hmm. cut power during that maneuver, your blades will stop like within a second, not mm-hmm. even. So by the time you realize this happened, like you're mm-hmm. falling out the sky, it will not help you whatsoever. But Whereas I, if it, it's killing your pack, but the alarm goes off. You can at least back out of it and kind of get it back yeah. and save it. So mm-hmm. here's the thing, though, is I wasn't really being all that aggressive with what I did to with the 580, especially. So it you was were climbing not, out, huh? You were doing a climb out. Yeah, but it's not like I was really laying it to it, though. You know what I mean? So the the problem is, is that it was actually sagging down to like 2.7. Like it was dropping bad. So I definitely, I think it's more so that I, I really damaged those cells. It was also 30 degrees outside. And you mentioned yeah, that, that as well. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that as well. Except the fact that I'd already done one auto. I don't know if that was enough time to warm it up or not, but. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, cool cool uh, down uh, the whole way down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Well, true. I will tell you this. When I flew the first time in, in 20 degree weather or 25 or even 30 degree weather from being used to down south, that cold is different, especially if the battery sits. You know, you might get yeah. away with one good pull on it, but the second one is going to be toast. So the big question is, is during the midsummer, would those packs maybe survive? I don't know. I, I, it's just yeah. not worth th- taking the chance. I think you already point. killed them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my thought too. Like this is where those guys come out with the casket on their back dancing. <laughs> right. It's, I think it's, yeah. it's a done deal, you know? Yeah. But you know, it is, you know, you, like, I think I'm on board with what Scott and, and Andy and Tom are saying. It's like, at this point, I'd rather have a nice smoke machine behind the heli and bring the heli down, you know? Yeah, Let those, I agree. those battery packs die, but at least you have the heli. It doesn't just shut off. Yeah, yeah. It was a bummer. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just get weird about things. Like, when you crash a heli at an event... I am not one of those people that runs into someone's trailer and starts buying parts and tries to get it back flying. I'd rather just take it home and go through it because more often than not, there's always something else that could stand to be changed. And that would be the one thing that causes my heli to go in again. Well, I was going to say, you'll crash it worse the next time trying to get it going. That actually almost happened to you at Modown, remember? Yeah. The 580, the tail control thing was broken. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were like, you're going to crash, by the way. And I was like, shut up, Scott. <laughs> and I was looked, and I was like, holy crap, he's right. My tailblade is going the wrong damn way. But it was because the little, what are those called? The little pitch slider thing? Yeah, pitch like, slider link. I think yeah, broke. link like, had broke. It actually, it was no longer attached. So, but uh, yeah, so at any rate, that, that part of my trip sucked. Um, but I, you know. I mean, I still had an amazing time. I just didn't fly as much as I thought I was going to. So. 
But at any rate, uh, what else is what else happened? Anybody want to jump in? Well, what night are we on? Friday night. It doesn't have to be in order, I guess. I mean, but you know, yeah, whatever. I mean, Friday night's when I put in the raw. Bum me out. Yeah. But I think I think call. it's Jay's fault because he he set you up for failure, man. <laughs> what do you mean? He wrote that shit on the shed like this. this, this <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I forgot about that. Months ago, too. For, foregone yeah. conclusion. Yeah. Yep. I had to fulfill the prophecy. Uh huh. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't too bad. I had a spare airframe, stole parts off that, got it flying the next day. Actually, I got it flying that night, I think. No, the next day. Next day. Very cool. Uh, who else was there? How about our boy Ian? What? What? Ian yeah, Joel. Ian, Ian yeah. Joel. What's the story with Ian and how he got there? Um, he had he had friends in high places, I think. So, some folks pulled together and bought him a plane ticket, and um, pretty and badass. At, at that point, it was kind of like you know you can't say no, you can't tell me no, don't do that. <laughs> so yeah it was pretty exciting so i got to ride with steve um oh god funny thing about that he turns me at some point in time and you know he's hauling ass he's like are you okay with me driving this fast i'm like bro i don't i don't i'm not even from here i don't care <laughs> but he's just so jersey and he drives fast everywhere you know and uh I'm like, I, dude you're not scaring me i'm i'm good but uh, but he and I had uh, some great conversation going to pick up Ian, and uh, not not all of it was heli related. It was like political and all kinds of stuff outside of the hobby, <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and of course, then Ian uh, came out. We picked him up, brought him back, and uh, he definitely realized why it's called Disneyland. You know. <laughs> and um he had an amazing time like i mean towards the end there he was just like man because this was this is freaking great and um i'm i'm glad that uh you know we were able to pull together to get him there so it was uh very cool i feel like rcho is like the area behind disneyland where they keep all the dumpsters but all the cool employees hang out back there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all the employees stand around and smoke cigarettes, talk exactly. shit. Right. That's our CHO right there. Yeah. How about uh, Frank Wayless Doritos and his dad? They came all the way up from North Cuba. <laughs> yeah, that was time. awesome. Yeah. I was not expecting his dad. His dad was a very nice guy, though. We, we very brief conversation, but, um, but he was super cool. And, I never uh, got the chance to meet him. Yeah. I didn't know his dad was there until he posted a selfie video on the way home when he's like, oh, I'm glad to be back in Florida. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, my dad's with me. I was like, what? Yeah. Yep. He was hanging out in the, uh, the XL tent and, uh, but, uh, very nice guy. It was cool. Um, it was nice to meet Frank too, like finally in person. We had met, um, a long time ago, um, but that was a really lame way to meet him. Uh, I think Chris was sitting. Th that was Spring Fling. You remember that, Daniel? Uh, we were. They were. They were about to do the Kyle versus Kyle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so Frank was sitting there. Chris was sitting. There, he's like, uh, you know, we started talking, and and I said something. I was like, no, nah, they'd kick me out of the hangout because I'd probably like 
you know, just mouth vomit about somebody, you know, or whatever. And he just kind of looked at me like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> so that was like our first meeting, you know? And, but yeah, I mean, so obviously now we, you know, formally have met, but, um, but yeah, he was, uh, he was cool, man. I, I enjoyed uh, talking to him and whatever else. And uh, he was a good dude. It was fun. Even his, his fiery flight. <laughs> Smoking. Yeah. Such a good flight. It was. Set some things on fire. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know how it started. Was it because of the crash that had happened or was it because... Of, of that that he crashed. Of that that he crashed, yeah. Do we Ooh, know? I don't know. What came first? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know about it till he was already left. Oh, is that right? I missed out. I missed yeah. all the fun, apparently. Yeah. It was a good crash. Um, but the, the worst part was is that, you know, Chris totally jinxed him. He was just like, yeah, this is your last flight before you go. This is your last flight. <laughs> and he was like, shut up, Chris, you know, and, uh, yeah. and sure enough, it was his last flight. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel bad. Brendan Heyer burnt his fingers picking up the, uh, ESC. Did he really? Yeah. That's why he didn't fly anymore after that. Oh, damn. Yeah. He yeah. burnt his thumb oh, and the next finger and he's a pincher. So yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm not flying. Well, even Cliff was like, dude, he goes, I can feel the heat through my gloves. Like he goes, I can almost not hold this thing, you know, because it's so hot. He's like, he barely yeah. could do it. Like he had to keep kind of like throwing it in the air and, you know, catching it kind of thing just to, you know, yeah. So it was, it was ripping hot, whatever it was. Yeah. He redefined fire pools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... The best part about that was when Scott sent some kid out there to ask them what brand it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was messing with the kid. He came back and said, yeah, the ESC went on fire. I said, go ask him what brand it was. He took off to go figure it out. Said, oh, God. <laughs> hilarious. That's something we would do in the military. Like, hey, you know, go find me a, a you know, a, Wheel stretcher or something, you know? Yeah, right. wheel stretcher. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh man. So, uh, let's see here. So, of course, we, you know, Marcus Kim came up uh, Saturday. And I think that's the first event that he's been into, you know, in quite some time. Uh, maybe 2018-ish time frame was, like, the last time he was out. Um, but, uh... You know, I was telling somebody, uh, and I think they found it sort of hard to believe, but um, I was like, you guys are getting to see Marcus Kim, like, really throw down. And the fact that he hasn't flown in two years, like, serious, you know, flying, like, he was freaking, like, killing those machines that he was flying. And... Yeah, it's fun to watch him fly. Yeah. And so... I, the person I was telling, it might have been Ben, I'm not sure. I said, well, go back and look at videos. And like, but he's like two inches off the deck and he's like flying slow and, you know, kind of like just, I mean, coming within millimeters of the deck kind of thing. So it was a totally different flight style way back. And now he's just like, it's like straight up. I'm going to see if I can break it. And uh, so it, it's, it was very exciting to see him fly. And, uh, him throwing down on uh, 
John's Mastro with the 120 was mm -hmm. quite a treat. I definitely have watched that video quite a few times now. <laughs> so, but uh, very cool to see him. I mean, him throwing on the Spectre, that was, yeah. I think, even harder. Yeah. No, he definitely held nothing back. And I think I've told that story the one day that he came out with the X7 where he just literally freaking hammered down, just was killing on that machine. And and that's what it looked like with, with him on the Spectre was like way back him on the, on the X7, you know, where he was just trying to break it. And um, so he's definitely, I, <laughs> he's trying to push hard on it. I think he's trying to see like what it can take and what it can't, you know? So it was pretty neat. So, uh, Shaggy and, uh, Monty came up. I didn't get to talk to Monty very much, though. It was very little. Um, yeah, it was weird. He kept actively avoiding you. I don't know right? what's going on. You <laughs> yeah. had some decent conversations with him? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you were always in that damn trailer doing whatever you were doing. Probably. Probably is. I'm not going there. Yeah, yeah. he only double-stick buddy boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was good to see Monty. I yeah. like hanging out with him. Yep. And Shaggy beating the crap out of his fireball as usual. He crashed it. He actually ripped the tail off of it. But, I mean, that thing's just like an angry gnat. Mm hmm And he flies it like it, you know, means absolutely nothing to him. Mm-hmm. So. But, uh, Shannon and Caleb, they showed up at the trailer. Provided parts for everybody. Did you get your new fancy clothes there, uh, Andy? I did. Yeah. Was, uh, you got new clothes? Yeah, the, mm -hmm. the team, yeah, we get, you know, funded clothes once a year. A couple shirts. You know, nice. It's up to us to wash them. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. This the, is the first you, event. You wash yours? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first event I never actually went inside this trailer. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went in there for, for tail blades. But apparently running a raw at like 2400 with 116s is not a good idea. Mm -mm. So, it makes for a very unhappy tail. Mm. But um, Too much. Too much tail authority. Yeah. Uh, but Kayla, did, he did fly a few times. Um, really good to see those guys. I, uh, I can't remember what day they got there. Was it Friday, I guess, maybe? I yeah, I don't know. They were there when I got there. Caleb's another one of these kids that just makes you want to quit the hobby <laughs> because it, he never flies like ever at event. Events is basically the only time he flies. Yet every time he goes out there, he just throws down like a fantastic flight. Mm -hmm. And I just shake my head and walk away like, <laughs> goddamn kids. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you guys touched on a little bit, but uh, Brandon, he uh, he did get his redemption. Oh, yeah. Firepool fire. redemption. Yes. So he was like, I think I'm going to go go again. I'm like, no, dude, you're you're good. You're good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But he did I go again, and he almost plowed it in a couple times. <laughs> At one point, I tried. Yeah. I ran up to him. I'm like, come on, Lord, you can do it. I yeah. know you can. <laughs> yeah. And I'm back there like, don't listen to him. <laughs> I was trying so hard. Yeah. Yeah. So. Brandon's another one that makes me want to quit the hobby. 
I was so impressed by his flying. Uh, dude's only been flying what a little less than two years, yeah. year and a half. I love seeing that. He, I mean, he's like seeing the progression from when I saw him last time to now. Right. It's like wow. Yep. I've got worse, and he got way better. Right. <laughs> He's gotten worse. You did a bleed stop. That's true. Yeah. I'll yeah, never anybody, forget Anybody that. can do that. Not everyone can recover from it. Yeah. Well, speaking of that Andy Ross guy, he was there. Yeah, what With a dick. Corn cob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, corn cob. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, you finally came out of your cave, your COVID cave. Yep. Finally I made did. it. Yep. So uh, it was cool. I I I was half expecting them to like do some, you know, podcast challenge or some crap, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have uh, been a great idea because we had yeah. Telluride there, we had Freefall, Us, we had Skids Up. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, I guess it didn't work out, and I don't know if I should talk about it or not, but we were going to have a new fiery uh, obstacle to fly under, but I mm-hmm. guess it didn't work out. Like the, yeah, I don't yeah, know what happened. Technical difficulties. Yeah. It was like a limbo, fiery Next limbo time. stick. Yeah. Yeah. So. What was um, their technical difficulties? Uh, something about they couldn't get it to work right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about building a ring. I think that'd be fun. There you go. I think so, too. Yeah. It would have to be so freaking huge, though. Nah, I got to thinking about it. Through it. Yeah. You should, like, send two of them up. It. you should set two of them up like goalposts <laughs> and have the right. 450 combat be part of that. <laughs> I want to turn my fireball into a fireball. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and have somebody, like, see how many times... You know, the pilots can go through those fiery rings and like then you add <laughs> the points and they win something. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know? Yeah, it would be fine with small ones. I was thinking seven hundred because I was like a ten foot diameter ring would be pretty big, but then I got to thinking, well shit, the the hell is like over you know, five feet or so mm-hmm. this diameter. That leaves no room for air. Yeah. You better be Just on it. Look at the auto contest. That's the size you gotta make it. The average of the size of people that land through that stick. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I could tell you that I used to do uh, limbos with uh, airplanes. And w- if you're not sitting right in front of that, you know, so you could see it c- lining up, mm-hmm. you could make that thing 15 feet and you're still going to hit it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. But that's part of the challenge, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, so somebody wanted to give Frank a hashtag name and because of his fiery crash, so they wanted to call him Frank Fuego. So I don't know if it'll stick. <laughs> why, don't we good. Call, why would you not call him Flamin' Hot Doritos? <laughs> <laughs> that's better. That's so much better. Yeah, yep, I think that's going to stick. <laughs> oh my gosh. Frank Flamin' Hot Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Did so, he ever get his stuff back or is it still being searched for? Uh, he never so. got it back. It's gone. Yeah. That thing is swimming with the fishes right now. 
Mm, for sure. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I bought it. It was a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> there you 500 go. bucks for 700. Don't mind if I do. oh gosh so how about Juan's 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 dinner the discada did you guys eat that yeah dude I think I had three servings of it (laughs) oh god (laughs) it was really good I'm not gonna lie he he killed it yeah I would have had more all guilty <laughs> and every time he loaded up a plate he gave me five of the, the tortillas yeah full of it so i had 15 of those tortillas oh my gosh Dang. oh it was so good it was really good though I'm trying to think of anybody else that was uh there that uh we didn't account for a lot of people weren't there I know, um, yeah, like Rich. You know, Rich normally is there. You know, from Telly Rotor. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, Gucci. You know, you had something going on, but um, but yeah, Mike Stolby wasn't there. He had nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of left turns. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like Mike uh, DePaulo. Mike DePaulo wasn't there. Um, who was the other person I was just thinking of? Well, Mike DePaulo is too busy making. Glow igniters. Yeah. Pipe bombs. Oh, wait. No, it's not because they're not for sale anymore. <laughs> Chad Taylor. He was uh, MIA. Yep. Missed him. Yeah. Dan. Didn't make it. Yeah. Dan. Who was that? Dan Renane. That's right. Yeah. I hit him up early. He's like, I'm not even sure if I'm going to be able to make it. I'm bummed. I, I think it was, wasn't it to to do with the fact that he would have to quarantine or something. I think that might have been part of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Maryland. But, um... I saw that uh, Jay's mirror finally got fixed. I don't know who that was. Yeah, Yeah, and it got fixed again on Sunday. Did it? Oh, shit. (laughs) Dang it. I didn't get to see that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lost. It was the dick. He put the dick. Oh! <laughs> yeah, speaking of those, yeah. someone was handing out rubber toy dicks and hiding in places. Yeah. It was terrible. So I'm not even joking. I went outside to go to work on Tuesday. No, <laughs> it was Wednesday. And I pull out the parking lot and I, or the driveway and I look to the right as I'm leaving. I see this blue thing on the wheel of the Audi sitting in the driveway. I'm like, what is that? I literally stopped the car in the street, get out and look, and there's a, a blue dick on my wheel. Uh, Mind you, just moved into this neighborhood. People are going to wonder who I am. The car is sitting outside that's facing the street. That's the closest wheel to the street. So now for damn sure the neighbors know what way I say. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Must have been a hell of a weekend for that guy. <laughs> We know what kind of bars he goes to. Oh my gosh. That's freaking great. Yeah. <laughs> oh I man. I think I'd rather have zip ties. Yeah, well. Craig, did you get a zip tie? I did. I got broke in officially. 
Nice. <laughs> you know, when you walked up, when we were talking about you moving your truck? Yeah. And I was asking you about your supercharger? Yeah, you were covering for somebody. No, they just <laughs> did it moments before. Like, they literally zip-tied you because we couldn't get out. <laughs> and then you showed up immediately, and I was like, oh, no, not him. <laughs> I figured you was in on it. And as soon as you started the car and started driving away, we all were like sitting there with like bated breath going, is it going to let go and start ticking or is it going to go slow enough? It won't let go. <laughs> yeah, I went slow enough to where it didn't go until I left. Like, so I stopped and I was like, damn it. That's nice. hilarious. So what was your highlight of the event, Craig? Um, well, now that I know why I was invited into the camper, <laughs> it was being invited to the camper. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have several, uh, that being one of them, because honestly, I didn't think Kevin remembered who I was. Oh. And I got to meet uh, Steve, what's his last name? You. You. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Mayberry and Ben. And I got to get warm. So that See? was the first highlight. Worked out. <laughs> and um, I had several other ones. I would like to give a shout out to uh, Mike Lawrence and Thomas for helping me set up my V-Bar because somebody else was too busy all weekend. Mm. What a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now them guys really helped me out. Otherwise, I, I don't think I would still be able to fly it. Um, other highlights would be just meeting tons of people, uh, getting to hang out with Brandon Cooper mm-hmm. and uh, checking out his nitro. And of course, being ragged on by um, John and Tyson for going to V-Bar. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they like to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have a, a, a funny highlight, not really a highlight, but as soon, and I did not know who Marcus Kim was at all. Never met him. I'd only heard his name. And someone walked up and said, hey, uh, I think Kenny Coe's up there flying right now. So I stupidly Kenny went. Kenny Coe. I, I was like, they said, is who here? I said, well, I was just told that Kenny Coe's here. He said, no, that's Marcus Kim. I was like, oh, well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you went up and introduced yourself like, hey, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Something stopped me from doing that. Hilarious. (laughs) You know that John Dale from Mad Panda Graphics looks. A lot of people think that he's Marcus and vice versa. But if you if you put those two together, I think you're gonna confuse them. Yeah, there's nothing similar. (laughs) That's funny. Um, getting to hang out with Rodney. He was pretty cool. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Yeah. Very nice, dude. And just, I mean, just getting experience, you know, RCHO, especially after it gets dark. It's a totally different place after it gets dark. Yeah. He doesn't look the same. He's uh, he's changed up his look quite a bit. He's gone full-on Brokeback Mountain lately. <laughs> looks like Charlie Daniels. Yeah, he's got the leather cowboy hat. He's got the beard going. I'm like, Rodney, why are you wearing a costume? 
Oh, <laughs> and he said, "No, I was in costume. This is the real me." He oh, said, Lord. "He said, Scott, once you come into the camper, and I'll show you what's up." Like, oh, you got one of those single stick buddy boxes too? Like, hey, Scott, you want to you want to go up on the mountain for camping trip? Yeah, let's go check it out. Let's go fishing. You got helicopters up there? <laughs> oh man. Well, that said, of course, um, you know, big thanks to to Jay and Leslie and Rodney for uh, once again putting on an amazing event. Um, those guys, as we always say, you know, if it wasn't for them, it wouldn't be RCHO. But um, little bum, there wasn't a combat though. What the heck happened there? Well, there, well, there was. was there was <laughs> an involuntary combat. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the story behind it or no? I don't, I don't know if I... Did I miss that? Might have yeah, been you were in the trailer. I was, I was in the camper. Cuddling. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so Ian Joel went up to fly, and Steve Uden went up to fly, and one other person, I forget who it was, but Steve Uden was the only person in combat. <laughs> He's like, I'm on a combat, damn it. Despite what you guys think. Yeah, yeah so he, he crashed into Ian Joel. Nice. And uh, Ian was like, well, I mean, I guess it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I could tell he was a little bummed. So Mm. was it, so what you're telling me, he was the only one thinking that this is combat and everybody else thought it was just a flight? Yeah, it was just a three-way tandem. (laughs) And he's like chasing people. He finally explodes his helicopter into Ian's and Ian's just like, well, fuck. Come on. (laughs) What helicopter was Steve flying? The little 450? Yeah. Uh, Oh, my God. Oxy-3, I think. How the hell did I miss this? Yeah, it was great. And Ian was flying like a bigger 470. Uh, 470. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody had a Logo it. 200. I don't know whose that was. Brandon Cooper. It was Thomas's, but I think Thomas, Brandon yeah. Cooper was. Yeah. Yeah. And Thomas <laughs> didn't care. He's like, screw it. Explode it. Have fun. Yeah. He oh, offered man. it to me, and I was like, no, I really will make that happen. Let's just not do that. But uh, that's a fun little helicopter. I want another one. Yeah. Well, cool. Anybody got anything to add? Any more stories from you, Craig? Um, not really. Okay. Would um, you go back? Oh, absolutely. Can't wait. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> How about the uh, Eric Shue Raw? Oh, going through God. Lincoln, Chris Olson. Both like throw down, especially Chris. And yeah. then uh, Eric's like, Well, oh, I can do that. Watch this. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's telephone pole. <laughs> That's amazing. That's pretty, oh, it's pretty great. It, it fell pretty damn far and it took the box off the telephone pole. Yeah. Power box or whatever snapped <laughs> the front face off it. Oh my gosh. And obliterated it to the concrete. But. You could probably pick it up and fly it again. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. A new set of skids and uh, some zip ties to hold the ESC down again. You could probably get it going. I think the worst thing was it snapped off the pitch arms on the head. That's a pain in the ass. But no bent boom? Was it straight? It had a little ding on it. It was straight, but it took a hit from a blade. Totally mm-hmm. flyable. Yeah. 
I tell you, um, I, uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a tough helicopter, man. Yeah. If he doesn't want that boom, I'm definitely going to buy it off him and just send a socket through it that just fits to push the vent out and be done with it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hmm. Well, a lot of amazing flights, a lot of good times, um, as always. And, uh, Sorry you weren't there, Mike. Soby. <laughs> who? Yeah. What? Is he an Eskimo? I'm not sure who that is. <laughs> he makes drinks, right? Yeah. He's, uh, he grew his mullet out. You know, he's a big fan of NASCAR now. Oh, nice. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of mullets, uh, Andy, actually, he jumped into the, uh, to the mullet rebel. Mullet. And, um, and I think he said that his hair grew like three inches while he was sitting in there. It did. Yeah. I got out and I had a quart of moonshine in my pocket. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, it was a really good time, as always. Uh, is there anything else anybody wants to add? Wrap it up, B. All right, let's do it. Send her so, home. Andy, if somebody would like to get in touch with you, Whoa, 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 Did we give a good, good and many thanks to the, the, the leaders of that whole debacle? Well, I did. It was mixed in, but we can, yeah, we can we revisit. Did. Go ahead. All right. I think after we discussed the whole RCHO chill out, the biggest thank you goes to, I think, the, the three figures in there, Jay Treadway. Rodney, Leslie, am I missing anyone? Rob Cole. I think Rob Cole did some work to that field. Right? Uh, possible. Cliff definitely also helps out a lot, yep. too. But Jay, Rodney, Leslie, I think that club would not be what it is, and their events would not be without those three people being involved. Absolutely. So a huge thank you. Hopefully, the next one, there's no more deaths in my family, and I can make it to that, the fall event yeah yeah fall pool yep yeah thank you yeah big thanks to the the folks that traveled long distances as well um you know being bronson of course frank uh lesteritos and uh you know ian joel pretty awesome that they showed up marcus kim of course being his first time at an rcho event um but uh glad those folks could make it because i think they definitely added something to it that made, uh, you know, chill out this, this year memorable. And, um, uh, little quick shout out to old Ryan Broski. Sorry you couldn't be there, buddy. We know that you're across the big pond right now. And, um, we hope that we gave you a lot of videos to watch. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you the next time you're, you're here in the States, man. So, uh, you know, be good. Stay alive out there. <laughs> but, um, yeah. All right. I'm done. Let's wrap it up. Andy. Yes. How can people get in touch with you, man? You can email me at freefallrc at gmail.com. You can like my Facebook, facebook.com slash freefallrcpodcast. Check out our webpage, freefallrcpodcast.show. That's Say show? Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Yes. Hi, Chris. Should I keep going? You could if you want, but. Nah. You can also yep. get Andy at uh, Corn Cob at Only Friends. 
Damn it, I always do that. No, it says username is cornhole. Cornhole. At Right. Perfect. Be sure to like and subscribe and uh, ring the bell or whatever they say. Ring the bell. Perfect. Craig, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, how could they do it? Uh, Facebook. Just search for Craig Carter. Nice. Be the easiest way. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Glad you could make it. You too, Andy, I guess. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can get us at theheliheadshow at gmail.com. If you want to uh, give us some show ideas, be an average Joe, uh, tell us we suck, tell us that Andy needs to be on full time, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> we would yeah. love to have you. I mean, I think Mike pretty much quit. So, Andy, if you want to just jump on over here, it's cool, man. We'll take you. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. It's good to have a backup in case I get fired. That's right. The other one. Well, yeah, we never really sure. gave Scott the official spot, you know? I mean, he just kind of kept showing up. So Yeah, I'm more like a transient. Hey, Scott, you want to swap? You want to do free fall for a while? Yeah. Well, that just got all awkward. You want to swap? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scott's got the, the way, blue dicks if you bring the roofies. Yeah. <laughs> if you send us an email, we're three times more likely to read it if it's accompanied with a PayPal transaction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh,. Who wants to all take right. Yeah, go ahead. Hit them all there. So, you know, I, we just want to always remind everyone that uh, to like our Facebook, follow, and subscribe to us on Podbean. And for God's sake, please, please, we need a comment or a review on iTunes. Oh, so this way, that. you could do that. Just, I can do that. Make you look good. Yeah. It'd be nice no. to hear from one of the five listeners. I'm not going to lie. I mean, <laughs> yeah. be nice. I think I left you a review, actually. Did you? <laughs> How did we miss that? Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Maybe not. Nah. Nobody looks at iTunes and leaves anything in there. What's the name of our show again? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You could have Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. How about, let's not forget about all of the other Heli Podcast personalities and video personalities in our hobby. I think Andy drove it home really good about Freefall RC, Skids Up. We also have the Magic Man show. I mean, the Magic Houdini, <laughs> the Houdini <laughs> RC podcast show. Um, we also have uh, Miss Zunter. She does all those um, learn how to fly videos, you know, trying to help out the new people. So that she does it on YouTube. She's got her own channel. So. Um, RC Speed Racer. I think Bob Heaster is, you know, getting ready for the year. He got some new blades on his Goblin, his psychedelic Goblin uh, that he's got 700. So, yeah, just keep in touch with the hobby through podcast and YouTube videos. I think that's how we mostly do it in wintertime where we can't fly. So, do it. We we do have a message on iTunes, but it's not from Andy. Oh, boy. I figured out much. I mean... There's a couple of them, actually. Oh, Jesus Christ. We, yeah, we, we terrible suck. people. We suck. <laughs> so this right. one I'm, I'm going to assume is from Steve Shaw in Florida. But okay. it says, uh, hey guys, thank you so much for each show you do. I just heard number 38 with Cliff. It was great. 
and a blast from the past since I can relate to flying nitros in the 90s, last century. Thank you for the time uh, you each take to make the hobby so enjoyable. And then he had hashtag not too old for cold, just no better. Hashtag catch you at a warm event in 2021. And then hashtag come see us again in Florida 2021. So, because it, it was labeled... It was labeled Steve, but not Mr. Miata Steve. <laughs> uh, someone left as a three-star review. Yeah. Well, that was probably Satinder. Satinder, yeah. see who that is. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, uh, one more, actually, that was from February 12th. Uh, it was uh, for episode 38. It said, episode 38 is hilarious. This was Jeff Weist. I'm assuming it's Weist. Uh, I was laughing the whole show. Cliff is a riot. Great show in general. Keep it up. Thank you very much, Jeff. So, yeah. Those are the newest ones, anyway. Man, look at that. We even have iTunes reviews yeah, or we have, messages. We have two listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's yeah. kind of... Let's go. Last last phase. The final countdown. You ready? Let's hit it. Do it. Parting words. Ah, my favorite one. Hashtag flag baller. Shot caller. Hey. 20 inch <laughs> flags on my Genesis. <laughs> All right. How about <laughs> hashtag Scott will not fly my Genesis? Mm. No, yes, no, yes. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm lying. I'll let you fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I'll remember. You, I don't want you to get all upset, then cry, then we have a drama week. And- no, I'll stomp okay. my feet and everything. <laughs> How about uh, <laughs> hashtag where are we at with the budget? <laughs> Scott missed you know, last episode. <laughs> yeah, he missed you. And hashtag long distance. Mm. Long distance. Mm. All That's right. all I got. What else you got Fence. there? Fence post. Do it. Oh, we got hashtag bitch mittens. And I have that. There was a lot of sets of bitch mittens at this event because it was so cold. Mm-hmm. I'm really quite taken back with how well they're taking off. <laughs> hashtag putting in the raw. Staying true to form. Again. again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hashtag mo budget 2021. Going to need to be like that with the rate they go in. And hashtag effective collective. Well, I guess this event was hashtag defective collective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brent. All right. Flip. Flip flop. Flip flop. What you got? All right. I got hashtag nothing magic about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag I'll be F3C in ya. Mm. Hashtag they conquered my pants. <laughs> hashtag align pants. <laughs> Did you see that, Andy? Oh, shit. Nah, I got. I, I have to wear those pants, man. I have to wear those jeans sometimes. Bro <laughs> has some Align 3G pants, Andy. That's right. You're kidding. I'm not. <laughs> Coming to a fun fight near you. I, yeah. I don't know what we've done. <laughs> <laughs> and I always got a hashtag, I changed my mind again. Mm-hmm. And then hashtag, warm weather dick. Mm. Yeah. Andy, you got anything you want to add? Hashtag corncob loving? <laughs> yeah, hashtag corncobbin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig Carter's got hashtag finally I drank the juice. Yes. Yes. 
All right, let's just get into it. Here we go. Uh, hashtag July 15th through the 18th. Come to South Kanukistan. There might be an event <laughs> there. Shameless plug for those guys up there. Uh, yeah. Is there, yeah. Uh, hashtag if you don't fly well, then at least crash well. But Brandon didn't crash. I'm so disappointed. He's let us down. Yeah. But he I, flew well, so. He did fly well. So he did. He didn't let us down then. So there <laughs> you go. Uh, this is kind of a new one, and this is definitely an inside story one. This is kind of for Jay and those guys, but uh, hashtag Rodenstein <laughs> or Dragonstein. Let's just say that Rodney um, had to be dragged back to his trailer one night, and his arms oh, were out. Shit. He was arms were straight out like he was Frankenstein, and they were dragging his ass to his camper. So I was like, "Look, it's Dragonstein." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, poor Rodney. But he was up the next day, bright and early. So, um, let's see here. We've got... Uh, oh, Ben Connor wanted to add one. He said, stay strapped or get clapped. Now, the story behind that <laughs> is we were... Um, I guess it's... Was it Friday night? It must have been Friday night. Uh, we were like, hey, let's go get some food. And Steve Yoon and all of us decided we were going to get hibachi. And um, so... He picks a place based on stars, you know, whatever, and that there was dine-in. And we get there, and literally hanging around outside the front door, neighboring store was a vape store, was um, some very high-quality folks. And, uh, and I was like, bro, I'm like, I think we're in the wrong side of town. And uh, it was very suspect. And so, of course, Ben was like, I'm, I'm carrying. Sorry. I'm not going to even. So <laughs> we're walking up this place and, uh, and I think we qu quickly decided, well, first of all, also, uh, they were not doing dine-in. So the, the Google, Google was wrong. And so we are like, well, I guess we're gonna have to find some other place to, to eat, but, um, but a very suspect place. And of course that's where stay strapped or get clapped came from. Long story. Uh, let's see here. Wow. I got lots of here. Uh, lots of stuff. Um, Got a hashtag. Get ready, Andy. Hashtag, let's get raw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, it never gets old. Raw. Oh, damn it. Okay. Raw. You black kids. Get out of here. Get off I the know. show. Yeah. <laughs> we need uh, a new sound guy. <laughs> we got SAB broke. Hashtag. <laughs> Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, no. It's on demo mode. He's right. He's got you, Shaggy's you, internet. You he just uh, heard us say raw. You don't get it when you want it. You just get it occasionally. Okay. Raw. Um, so <laughs> we've got... What, what uh, did you say? Was there some raw? Raw? What? what hmm. What's up, bro? I don't know. It's kind of like uh, <laughs> auto-rotation bailout for skids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! So we've got also hashtag uh, charge your packs. Hmm, that's good Joe advice. Packs. Maybe I should try that. Hashtag drop all the volts. You know, two point nine is my number. <laughs> and then we've got uh, hashtag camper cuddles. <laughs> is that your CB CB name now? Uh, yeah, so camper cuddler. Yeah, that's camper cuddles at uh, only fans. There, I finally got it right. Uh, hashtag too bold for hold. Well, 
when you don't have <laughs> volts, the hold doesn't really matter anymore. So it should be like, uh, can't hold volts. There we go. Uh, anything else you guys want to add in there? Because I'm, you know, I'm good. That's it. All right. Let's get the raw out of here. Damn it. I really can't. Oh gosh. We got hashtag too old for hold. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 40 with Andy Ross from Freefall and Craig Carter. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Roll. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Andy. Thank you guys. It's fun. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, we definitely elevated the quality of our show. Nah, I don't believe that. time and i'll be more than that's happy. what i mean i mean <coughs> do it for free anyway yeah does that include a trip to the camper yeah <laughs> oh there we go that's 400 yeah. we'll just put kevin in the camper and send people in you face me towards the wind it'll be like who yeah chapstick box of wet wipes and oh some tissues you'll be fine all day <laughs> Holy cow. But does he pinch or thumb? Both. That's, that <laughs> hybrid. Hybrid, yes. I tickle while I while I thumb. <laughs> yeah, we I might, think we can make it efficient. He could do two at once also. Mm, skiing, yeah. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, he is really gone. I wonder if he's having a good poop. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like he went from shaking it off to playing with it. <laughs> All right, you ready? Let's do it. Yeah. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as previously, me. Me. <laughs> 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 Hmm. All right. <clears throat> Shall we try that again? No. Nah. <laughs> All right. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us on this episode of the Hellyhead Show. Uh, oh. Please like and subscribe to our Facebook. Good and, grief. Uh, I quit. <laughs> this, is this is freaking Mike's fault. You talk. And I can try. Yeah. Give me a minute. Yeah. That are you gonna have to mute like every time you stop talking, you know what I mean? I got you. Yeah. I'll tell you what I tell Steve, just take a bag, put that over your head. <laughs> <laughs> a plastic one? Yeah. And breathe Be deeply. Sure don't put any holes in it because that'll let the sound out. <laughs> <laughs>
my God. Make sure it's right. airtight. Uh-huh. What yeah, a bunch sure. of assholes on this Take, podcast. I know. I'm not even on this podcast. I'm the biggest asshole. I love it. You regret the day you invited me. Mm. Nah. Is that any better? <clears throat> uh, so. What you got? Go ahead and talk. Is that any better? Yes. Did you really? Yeah. You flew dead packs? I flew fucking brand new packs that had never been charged, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> just took them on out of the box and just <clears throat> threw them on this. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> nothing, Scott? No, I, I got nothing. I'm, I'm fresh out of content. <laughs> Kevin was waiting for you to drop them. <laughs> oh, damn, Kevin! Just no luck, no hey, jokes, you know, nothing is sticking. I even gave him the window. I gave him the window of opportunity. I don't get it. I'm he's, lost. He's bummed. I don't he know what's he, going on he actually inhaled like he was about to start speaking. He was waiting for you to jump in. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> so, sorry. So sorry. Sorry. So sorry. Sorry. Alright. We'll do Let's it. Go. Craig, you ready? Yep. Not you, Brent. Yep. Awesome. I said me. I'm here. Sorry. I was a little I'm ready. Eat. Uh I'm gonna announce Andy and Craig after the sort of music in or up and down thing, whatever. So anyway. Up down, yeah. Yeah. After the up down. Mm-hmm. When it's on the low. On the you low. You won't low. hear it, but it's okay. You just I tell me when to speak and I'll speak. How's that? <laughs> Wait till you're Andy, called on. Raise your damn hand. I, I will I will sit over here quietly till I'm called upon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still a dick. Mm-hmm. You ready? Uh, yes! <laughs> we get to steal it for this show. Oh, it's gonna be so raw. Nothing. Damn it. <laughs> well, what's it gonna be? It's gonna be raw, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we gonna do for uh, for the Genesis? It's gonna play yeah. fucking Mr. Rogers music. <laughs> there you go. My, Perfect. my new model. Perfect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about my new model. There you go. <laughs> yes! You he should. He tells a story about having the glue on his tail fin on that yep. play. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. Be can you ready, just come on to our podcast, Andy? Can, can we just... Uh... <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, like it. our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, what'd you guys have for dinner? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I think it's somebody's sheep. Somebody stabbing puppies or what? <laughs> I'm petting puppies over here. Oh, gosh. We haven't started yet, by the way. That's why we're acting like such degenerates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, so, but we do, that, we do that even after we start. <laughs> she, apparently she's used to the, acting like that. Yeah, she's like, oh, I thought that's what <laughs> normal trash shows <laughs> normal. like. That's surprising. Yeah. Oh, don't you know. <laughs> don't you know. Sorry. Hmm. And ready. Go. <sighs> okay. <laughs>